Just hit, hit this beat. Yeah. The longest. Oh, for the longest time. For the longest If you said goodbye to me tonight I'd go to Virginia's for a bite What else could I do? I'm so inspired by you That hasn't happened for the longest time Oh, baby, it has been the longest time since the Bears have been relevant, but the Bears are on the clock. It is time for the season finale of Dog Season 4. There's so much to talk about, including the Super Bowl that we all watch, and Bears will touch a little bit, mostly from a gambling angle. But it's Bears time, baby. Let's talk some Bears. Let's talk to our special guests, Rick Fieldsman and Coach Cuse, under the same roof as Dan Doinks and me? Holy shit, let's do it, baby. Yes! 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 (laughs) Hello, Becky. Boing, 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 boing. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks. Zero Doinks! Zero Doinks. Oh my god, we are live, but not when you're hearing this because we don't believe in streaming such things. We're in my basement. There's four of us. Dan, you're one of them, Dan Doinks. You look beautiful. How you doing tonight, buddy? I feel great. Thanks for having me. Your basement looks amazing. I can hear everything going on upstairs, so I understand why Kristen gets worked up. When you're doing the mouth shape, do we have a name for I don't get mouthy with it. Thanks for having me. You're absolutely welcome. Uh, let's not bury the lead. In the basement right now, we have two esteemed human beings. First of all, we have somebody that is the star of a new album called Printing Monies, Volume 1. It is our resident shark, shark whatever we're calling them these days. It's Rick Fields. Oh, doinkers, we are back, baby. This basement is everything I dreamed it would be. It will not be the same when we leave, but it was pristine when we walked in. Thanks for having me, buddy. Oh, it is my pleasure and Dan Doink's pleasure. Uh, Dan is definitely on the mortgage. Speaking of people that like houses, I don't know what that means. We have a guy who is a general manager, a player, and a coach for an over 35 <laughs> intramural basketball team. It's Coach Cuse, ladies and gentlemen. He's in the house. How are you, buddy? Hello, Bill. Good to see you. Thank you for hosting. Looking forward to it. Oh, absolutely. We're, we're going to have you here for the entire time, as we talked about earlier. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. It is a season finale tonight. It was a Super Bowl yesterday. It's Monday night. Things are weird. Dan Doinks is drinking a White Claw. Let's get into it, baby. Zadok. Ricks has a sex swing. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. 
The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. That's unbelievable that the, like, the only bets that hit was 7-2 squares. <laughs> and Roquan tackle. And Roquan tackle. Did the overhead or no? <laughs> you, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Boing, 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 boing. table okay that's what it is that's what great balls is all about i'm not saying that for any particular reason in that table okay it's monday super bowl was yesterday i assume dan and rick that you both watched the super bowl is that accurate what you eat what type of tv were you watching it on how'd you enjoy the game are we okay with the chiefs or champs where, where are we at i was at a neighbor's house um great setup great basement bar setup. Uh, the food was popping. I had probably around 25 pigs in a blanket. Uh, I was eventually just dipping those in chili. So today was a rough bathroom day for your buddy Dan. I'm just gonna just gonna admit that to all of you. Uh, yeah, I had a great time. Watched the game with a real Philly fan. He's from New Jersey. He's a huge Philly guy. I was a little scared for my life at the end of that game, but uh, and I found myself rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, and I'm sorry, the Eagles, just because I didn't want to be. A, I, I like being a troll, but in that moment, it felt dirty because he was very invested. So uh, he and I shared a very sad walk home uh, at the end of the night. So I he could be dead. I don't know. I hope not. Good guy, but was he wearing a, a jersey? Was he dressed like an actual eagle? All, <laughs> He just had a giant eagle cock. Um, he had he had a hoodie on, I believe, Eagles gear. The whole family, his whole family, had Eagles gear on. And his kids, he's got two young boys, kept popping in and be like, "Are the Eagles winning?" And they, he was like, "Yeah, yeah." And they were just didn't give a shit, and it was driving them nuts. It was, and I told him before we, he and I had a whole discussion about this. I said, "I don't want to see you at this neighborhood party because if your team's playing." You don't like I need to be with Bears fans and like people who give a shit about the game. Yeah. You guys feel the same way? hundred percent, hundred percent. Bill and I alluded to this a little bit uh, a little bit earlier, but I let me, let me set the stage a little bit for myself here. Uh neighborhood party, absolutely same thing. <laughs> Watched uh all the game. Uh showed up at three thirty, uh had some some high uh some anti heroes, uh, a lot of IPAs. A lot of appetizers. The appetizers outdid the dinner hundred times fold. Uh, I was feeling not great. I was sweatpants. Yeah. What was the dinner? No, no. Give us a taste okay. of what you were tasting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so here was uh, uh, chips uh, preview preview 
chips, guacamole, salsas, all this is in the stomach, then tacos, not just tacos, El Pastor tacos, carnitas tacos, steak tacos, oh, all sorts of We're still in the apps? I transitioned already. Right. Yeah. I was real excited that you were just ripping tacos as an app. Uh, uh, no, no, but, but let me know if you do this move. Um, appetizers are sitting out. A few desserts are at the side of the table. I go into the Rice Krispie Treats for a couple. Uh, that is absolutely a Rick Fieldsman move. So I'm going desserts before dinner. Um, but an absolutely, absolutely electric game. Um, I was sitting with the Bears fan. None of us uh, cared much about the game. I was rooting hard for the Chiefs. Loved the outcome. No problem with that. How, uh, how long do we think it's going to be for the Bears to be in that type of situation on Super Bowl Sunday, us watching Justin Fields? What do you think, Dan? Were you thinking of it yesterday? Yeah, of course. Um, I Every time Jalen Hurts had a nice run, I said I immediately shouted that. He learned that from Justin Fields. Um, it became annoying. Like I, I apologize to anyone listening who was in the same room as me. Um, two years. I think it's two years. Next year will be close. Probably losing the NFC Championship game to Jalen Hurts. Um, two years. We'll be winning the Super Bowl. How about you, Rick? What, what, what's your prediction? Yeah, this was running through my head all day yesterday. Um, I said twenty twenty six. Three years from now, we will be watching Justin Fields. Uh, he's also going to do the halftime show of that, so he's pulling double duty. Uh, his album's going to drop soon. But no, I, I love, listen, Justin Fields is ready. Setting the stage, serving the platter. Uh, they were showing Matt Nagy in the uh, locker room afterwards. That really bothered me. I was getting a little upset in my tummies because of the anti-heroes and the El Pastor. But really, it was because of Matt Nagy in that uh, locker room. No, it's three years. Three years time. What kind of uh, musician do you see Justin as? Yeah, yeah so, so he, he is a uh, uh, rap god. <laughs> rap god. I think that's a... Uh, I think that's a genre. A very specific genre correct, of music. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's coming. You might not have heard of it yet. But um, yeah, I love the game. I love the game. It was a great game. Well, and... I think I alluded to it in the intro, but you know, we're talking music. I encourage all of our listeners to go to Spotify right now. After you listen to this episode, look up Rick Fieldsman on Spotify and you will see his latest album, Printing Monies, Volume 1. And that Volume 1 suggests to me that there are going to be probably six to ten future volumes. Is that accurate, Rick? I mean, as long as you guys will have me, which I don't think will be much longer, but I'll keep pumping out the jams as much as I can. Uh, if you are a listener on Spotify, uh, those listens have not yet achieved a thousand listens. Uh, active listeners, I think was four at the last count. So I'd love to see that be five by the start of next season. Thank you so much. Bill, where do you have the Bears uh, Super Bowl, next Super Bowl appearance? Uh you know, I'm going to go somewhere in between where you both are <laughs> two and three years. They will somehow be in a Super Bowl in two and a half years. I think they, yeah, I, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with three. I'm usually optimistic. <laughs> so I'm sorry that it's going to be three years and not two or one. Uh, yeah. I, when I was watching Hertz yesterday in particular, I was thinking to myself, you're fucking slow, man, compared to Justin Fields. Like, he looked – not, and he's not slow, but compared to what we watched this past year, 
we've talked about it before, especially before and after the Eagles game with the Bears. There's nothing that Jalen Hurts can do that Justin Fields cannot and will not. Do we all still agree with that? Did we ever agree with that statement? I, yeah, he's, Justin Fields is better than Patrick Mahomes right now. I think that's pretty safe to say. Of no, course, no, I don't argue. Um, yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is is good, but Justin Fields, I think, is a better, he is a, a higher ceiling, I'd say. What do you think about this? I, and I didn't watch a lot of Eagles football. That this move, the the whole rugby scrum thing, or get fourth fourth down and you just push him forward. Is that something like we could do with Justin Fields, or is it only because it's Jalen Hurts? You know, when I was watching it yesterday, I, I've never seen anything like it where it was just automatic all the time. And what I kept thinking of, can you run an offense out of this, right? Where you don't know if they're going to sneak or if they can just pitch it to the back because you got to stack the goal line. But it's an interesting, uh, interesting perspective. But yeah, Justin can do it all. Like he can absolutely do it. I think the I think that the, like the Chiefs just seem to concede the the sneak every time, right? Like it didn't seem like they were putting full effort into stopping them, especially when they're like midfield. They're just like, fuck it, just let them fall and don't let's not get beat on anything else. But people seem to be upset they're like oh the rules are going to change for that i I don't think that's like i have no problem with it and i think that's more of a it's not a jalen hurts thing it's their offensive line is fucking awesome when they get that push but i i had i had a picture in my mind i was like ooh, the bears do that justin he would run something sneaky out of that I could see that. I can. I know this isn't the Big Ten minute, but I, I think Northwestern might have to do that next year if they want to get more than one win. I think. I think yes, you could design a whole offense. Altitude is attitude. Book it, NFL. <laughs> That's Rick Fieldsman. In case you didn't recognize his voice, there he's got. He is a quote a minute. This guy, absolute machine. I think I've got one of those calendars. Those rip off a day. It's a Rick Fieldsman truism at, at each day. That's fantastic. Uh, Rick, going back to you, uh, and I'm, I'm spending a lot of time on you. I, I absolutely, it's just rare that we're, we're sharing a roof. Um, how, let's be honest, how many Bears games did you watch this year? Um, <laughs> I would say, I would set the over under at three and a half. <laughs> um, I can, I think I can name them. Uh, Bears Niners, because that was the best game of the year of the calendar year, of the season year. Uh, the rain game, loved it, called it, loved every minute of it. We went to a game together, um, October, sometime in October. Uh, Bears, Commanders, 12 to 7, <laughs> electric game, Thursday night, so depressing. Long drive home, that's all I remember. Blowing Santos, cigars in the parking lot, lots of great memories, long drive home. Uh, and then I don't know some random game there where I uh, didn't oversleep the noon game. I probably watched, but I really can't even uh, call it. Yeah, not a big uh, football guy in the end. Um, the Bears were so frustrating to watch. Like I'm just going to be honest, I cannot, I could not watch another game with that offensive line. That offensive line was so painful. The defense was so bad. Like I'm getting worked up. Like the season's finally over, and I'm still getting worked up. Uh, three and a half games, and I was completely okay with it. I'll place my wagers i'll check afterwards if they won and that's how i watched it so i get it i get two questions for you please uh how many times did you give us a pick of the bears yeah which is a bit concerning <laughs> and then my, 
second question is more of just a fun game for the listener. Yeah. Uh, later on, you'll you may hear a gray ball segment. Did Rick go watch more Bears games or go to more gray balls games? You got um, the lines at three and a half. Over under on how many times you went to the gray balls game? I'm gonna go with. You know what? I'm taking plus twelve hundred tie. I'm taking 12, plus twelve hundred tie on that one. We'll set it at three. Um, a tie on three and a half? No, no three. three. And no, a half. I'm taking, the half I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under. I'm going to take the under. Let's see. Three is a magic number. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I placed um, weekly. I would say the Bears pick weekly. Uh, but you know what? I um, I pulled up Twitter. I read all every comment about the Bears. I feel like I had a good pulse on the team, uh, the cadence of how the bookmakers were viewing the Bears. I mean, listen, I just had the hottest gambling year of my life. Uh, 500, I think, by the last count. Uh, that's very good for Rick Fieldsman. We'll touch on that a little bit more. Um, but no, I, you know, listen, I love the Bears. I bleed orange and blue. <laughs> and I, I am going to ride or die. You know what? I'll make a commitment right now. I will watch over three and a half games next year. Mark it, book it, lick it, and stick it. I am going to do it. I'm going to write it down. I'm never going to look at it again. (laughs) I'm very happy about all of this breaking news here. This is fantastic. Rick, honestly, three games is higher than I was expecting, so I'm very proud of you. Uh, Rick, just to paint a beautiful portrait for our loyal listeners, He's currently wearing a Hunter Hillenmeyer jersey in the basement. It's fantastic. I love it. It's fresh. I think he got it on eBay, and it was lightly used. Yeah, definitely. It, it smelled very bad when I received it. can't remember if I washed it since then, but I've worn it many times. Wore it yesterday, actually. A little sneak peek. Um, Hunter Hillenmeyer, all-time favorite player for the Bears. Um, I will wear this jersey every day until the next season. That's beautiful. Uh, you mentioned next year you, you, you're you committing to watching more Bears. Uh, I think it'll be easier. I think they should be better. We're, we, you know, we're one step closer to the Super Bowl that we predicted before. What uh, what are our expectations for the 2023 Bears? Stan, Stan Doinks, what do, you, what do you think? I'm not saying we go yeah. schedule game by yeah, game. Yeah, let's go. Let's stick to the schedule, please. Uh, allegedly, they are having a game in Germany. That's the rumor, oh, right? I uh, see it there. Uh, well, I, I obviously have them losing the NFC Championship to the to the Eagles, so I have a pretty pretty good year. Uh, I, it's completely unknown, right? Until we figure out what the fuck Bulls is doing, if he has a clue what he's doing, trading that pick, getting more picks, signing dudes, signing bros. Uh, I was listening to the score today, and it was um, Zach Zaidman, who's one of my least favorite people of all time. And did with David Howe. This is a popular time for these radio people to take vacation, right? I think Cap Kaplan's out and Molly's probably on a nudist retreat. I don't know. Um, but they were he was saying that this is like the worst draft class of of like recent history. Like he was saying Mel Kuyper claims he couldn't put a top fifty together. It was really difficult. <laughs> I don't, is that true? Like, that was sort of shocking to hear. And they also, this is, you know, I think this is, we kind of knew this, not one of the greatest free agent classes either. And, of course, it's when the Bears have the number one pick and have a shitload of cap space. So if those things are true, I maybe you don't blow, blow things out of the water this year, but. 
keep your powder dry, perhaps, I think is the expression that Rick told me. I believe that's going to be the November 9th uh, quote that I'm going to rip off my daily calendar. Rick, what do you, how do you see the offseason playing out? You're a draft Nick. You are a um, salary capologist, I believe. That's what you do permanently, if not temporarily. Uh, what do you think? What do you yeah. Think? I uh, I have no clue what I would do in this position. I have I have absolutely no idea. Listen, the Bears. Here's the ceiling on the Bears. Oh, I bet. You know what? I'm gonna check in between segments. Um, total wins next year. I'm setting it six and a half over under. I'm going six and a half. I think they'll get to seven, but I am very nervous about what they're gonna do with this pick. I mean, this is like they have limited upside i would say and just so much downside with what that can happen with this pick i uh i am very nervous i didn't hear about this worst draft class wish i didn't come tonight and heard that uh but i am i don't know what they're gonna do you know do you go for picks do you try to get a player a, a, a known commodity or do you just go to the draft board i don't i don't know I, bill what say you fuzzy <laughs> Uh, thanks for bringing that back. Shawshank, great movie. Spoiler alert, they say that a lot. Maybe once. Never uh, seen it. Still won't do it. <laughs> Just an update. Never seen it. Never will. You might want to turn back to season one of Zat Dogs for that. Um, all right. What do I think is happening? I think six and a half is a perfect line. You're you're a bookmaker. I, 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 I am. that out. I am. That sounds like the per- I would hump that over so hard. Uh I did Dan Doinks. I, I did hear. Uh, Mel Kuyper say that he struggled to give higher grades after the top 50 versus like the last two. I don't know if that means it's going to be a bad draft. I also don't know if Mel Kuyper knows what he's talking about. So I'm not going to really sleep over it. I'm more concerned about free agents uh, getting tagged. Like a lot of, a lot of guys not being available. For yeah. Like linemen. Oh yeah. Oh, linemen. Yeah. Linemen. For yeah. sure. I'm, I'm more nervous about that than the draft. I, I get what, what Rick's saying though, too, it's like, yeah, the, the ability for the bears to screw up the number one pick somehow, of course it's in the back of all of our minds. Hopefully Ryan Poles is significantly better than his predecessor at the draft. I think, well, I mean, it was, I, I'm very nervous that the bears are going to trade back past like four. That would be worst case scenario in my mind. Cause there's no way we're going to be happy with what we get back. And we're not gonna not gonna get one of those good defensive guys. So, I mean, as much as Frank's trying to pump up the uh, Northwestern tackle, he's just not doing it for me. I'm just gonna be honest. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't. That makes me feel a little better. What you said with Kuiper, I shouldn't be listening to Zach. Getting my news from Zach Sadman, that dumb fuck. I hate that guy so much. Get off my Cubs broadcast, you asshole. You're the worst. Uh, but. I don't know, like Bears. There's no over under or wins uh, yet, but uh, the Super Bowl odds are out. Bears are the how do we say this? The fourth longest shot. Oh no! Okay, plus eight thousand right now. Pump it. Only teams behind them are the Colts, the Texans, and the Cardinals. (laughs) So we're better, you know. So we're already three or four spots better than we are now. So that's optimistic. <laughs> that's fantastic. Thank you, Vegas. I mean, that's great value. If they're making the NFC championship game, I am. I mean, I'm going to ride that one right now. Let me just log in to factor authentication. Uh, no, I really, um, I think, I think that sells them short. I think, well, I think that sets the six and a half. I think that's a good line for it. 
Um, but I'm, I got to ride the over. I'm, got, I'm going to ride the over. But this offensive line is just, I can't watch it. It's unwatchable. That does make sense. I, you know, and, and I hope, you know, loyal listeners, the fact that you get the expertise of Rick Fieldsman right now in your ears is fantastic. This is just, it's what you get when you're listening to the 181st most popular football podcast in India. That's <laughs> just what you get. I think we can't, we should also mention that Bill is wearing a beautiful oh. uh, Bears jersey brand. I mean, it's crisp. It looks like it's just out of a bag from China and with some creases in it. And it is the number zero uh, with the name of Doinks on the back. It is beautiful. Coach Cuse mentioned that the the logo. What do we call that? A little little sticker. It looks it it looks real shiny. It's popping. I'm catching glimpses of it in your beautiful lighting down here, and it is. It's gorgeous. It's gorgeous. Thank I you. Love it. Great I appreciate it. the uh, yeah. It's yeah. I'm sure it looks like it's popping from across the room. It's also close to popping off because that glue is very cheap. <laughs> I am a little bit nervous about what's about to happen after I throw down a couple more hams. Um, all right, so we've talked bears. Can we talk about our neighbors up north? What do we think is going to happen with that complete freak show and Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? What do we think? Who is starting week one uh, for Green, Green Bay? Bay? What do you think is going to happen? It's going to yeah, be. Before you start, maybe I can comment first. So. <laughs> A lot of mixed signals here, Rick. You gave me the point. If you're watching this in a live stream, you would have seen that. You gave me a very good point. Uh, but go ahead, Rick. The floor yeah. is yours. He is. 100% out of here. I am so excited for him to be gone. Uh, it's going to be just disarray up in Green Bay. I don't care where he goes. He is just gone. Jordan Love, gone. They are going to be hopeless, helpless, and they are not going to know what to do up there. It's just going to be a beautiful scene. That's <laughs> great. Totally threw me off my game. Uh yeah, I Rogers is gonna be back. He's not gonna. We're not that lucky to get him out of our lives. He's gonna like one more fuck you tour, I think, uh, in his bones, unless he dies in this retreat that he's doing, which I think is also in play. I is that a Joe Rogan, Rogan thing? thing? Darkness, probably. Uh, Rogan Greg thing. Butthole. I think. Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> what do you think Joe Rogan's butthole smells like? Creatine? Yeah, for creatine sure. Powder. It's definitely protein powder. Very oily, I'd imagine. I don't know why. Why are we talking about Joe Rogan's butthole? I'm sorry. Horse hooves. Horse hooves. Yeah. And um, how do you say it? Hooves or hubs? Hooves. <laughs> you know, uh, we're going to sidetrack here. Do you, all right. The, you know the, uh, the animal? I'm just going to stop. Yep. I'm curious how you guys say it. Yep. W-O-L-F. How do you guys say that? It's a wolf. Wolf. It's a wolf. Wolf. <laughs> Jordan Doigs. Jordan oh, Doigs says wolf. Wolf? Wolf. And this, this has been an ongoing wolf. thing for years, and she calls it a wolf. And I, it bothers me, and uh, I just was curious. I don't, know how, I don't know how I got on that, but... Yeah, the L is not silent. It is not silent. Wolf. I'm like, well, what is it? Like, what sound does a dog make? She's like, wolf. Like okay, what's what's on top of your house? A roof. Okay, we're we're getting there. Okay, thank you. 
Who we talking about Aaron Rodgers? Uh, fuck that guy. I oh, I know what I was gonna say. I don't want. I don't want the. I don't want like the Jets to bail out the Packers with that terrible contract. I don't know how any of that works if they still have to eat a shitload of money. Um, but I don't want them to bail them out with like five first round picks. Like that would be the worst case scenario. So let's just let them stay there. They'll probably fuck our couch for another year or two before he actually retires and then choke in the playoffs and we can enjoy that at least one more time. Just, just let them fade into existence. I like that. I don't mind that. You know what? It sounds like either path win-win take it bill that's december 1st rip that off that's another great quote 360 ish to go here uh rick i want to circle back on something you said where you I, i if i heard you correctly and i might i might not i've been accused of not being that great of a listener many times shout out kristen doinks yeah thank you so much uh did you say that neither Aaron Rodgers nor Jordan, Jordan Love? Jordan Love. Yes, you did hear me. Okay. Correct. Who do you think is going to be taking snaps there in September for Green Bay? <laughs> um, Kirk Cousins. It is. It's going to be an interesting. It's a roundabout. It's what we call a roundabout. But uh, a lot of incestuous stuff going on in the NFC North when you uh, go outside the Bears. Uh, I, I think you're Mitch. If it's not even those two guys, I think it's Mitch. That's hot. Should be all oh, how great would that be? Oh, gosh, so, I would love that so much. Oh, oh. Just that pitch, just flubbing everything up for the fucking Packers. Be a dream come true. Would, would Phil yeah. in Indiana become a Packers fan by default, or well, how know. would that work? I think he would just die again. It's a good point. It's a real good point. Um, all right, you know, we're 15 days from the combine. We're 30 days from free agents. We're not going to talk about the combine, don't worry. Uh, we are 73 days from the draft. I just saw a tweet from somebody that said that, so I just want to repeat that. Um, would you guys mind if we played a little game that you might have heard earlier uh, in the season? Are you, you guys up for it? Yep. Okay. okay sure. uh, a little something for uh, you loyal listeners you may have heard of. It's called Keep an Eye on Dan. Keep an eye on Dan. Close out uh, this this season. Uh, we have more segments, so please don't turn off your your radio. <laughs> but in case this is your first time hearing this, keep an eye on Dan. It's a little game show that Dan Doinks and I play, where I read three tweets of three different Dans that you may all be familiar with. One, Dan Pompey. He's a writer in the Athletic. He's a Hall of Fame writer. He loves Jesus. Two. Dan Wiederer, he writes for the Tribune. He's very annoying, and you hear him on the score sometimes. And three, fake Dan Wiederer. One of us three, four in the room. There's four of us in the room right now. One of us four may have created a fake Dan Wiederer on Twitter. Dan Doinks has to guess which tweet matches with which Dan. Are we clear? Does that, does that sound right? So clear. Are you pretty excited to be here live for this? Absolutely. absolutely. This is perfect. You laid it out perfectly, right. Bill. 
I wanted to, as a tribute to Rick, uh, one of the last times that we did Zero Doinks live, it was the spring slash summer of 2020. We were in his yard. We were drugged by Rick Fieldsman. So I wanted to do a shout out, a, a callback, a roundabout, as Rick might say. And I went back to 2020 to find three tweets from these three people. Okay, here's tweet number one. Quote, show me someone who says he's never struggled with anything in his life. And I'll show you a fraud. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Tweet number two. Take vitamins. Strengthen your immune system. ASAP. Worrying about having a clean ass crack is the wrong focus. Unquote. Tweet number three. Cannot overemphasize how strange it is to not have any fans in the stadium tonight. So, so so surreal. This is too easy. This yeah. is too easy. I'm riding you. Go. Do you you want to do it? No, you, you do it. I'm riding you. 100. Pompey. Second one's fake Dan. Third one's real Dan. 33. percent Oh no! The no. two fake Dans or the two Dans. Uh, oh, Dan Weeder. Switch them up. Yep. Oh, yep. Damn. I wish I wrote that second tweet, and it was a reply of Dan Weeder's to. Uh, people that were trolling about COVID in March, <laughs> and, and it was it was hilarious. It was a great it was a great response. Uh, I, I wish I could take credit for that. Real oh, serious man. tweet for Fake Dan as well. It's 2020. Fake Dan was really trying to like he's building up his base, right? Yeah, get people. That was responding to mailbag questions, uh, Dan. Right? Like, yeah. Okay. I yeah. should have considered yep. that. Get, I, avoiding getting uh, getting canceled yeah. as long as possible. <laughs> this is what Big Dan Weeder and that, that blew up r- rather quickly. Dan, I, I appreciate you participating. Oh, in this thanks game for having all, me. All year. You tricked me hard on that one. That was the goal. So keep an eye on Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, Dan, it's time for a new segment within a segment, and it's called. It's also a game show. Okay. And, and it's, it's called, called. Show me your Rick picks. <laughs> So I'm going to read three tweets from three Chicago sports personalities, and you have to tell me who they are. Are you ready? I just have to tell you who they are? Who no, no. Same, same concept. <laughs> same concept. I will tell you. The I don't three. have all tweets memorized. No, I, will be with you. <laughs> I will tell you the three auteurs of these, um, and you have to tell me who who wrote these tweets sorry i i was not quite prepared but i think I'll, I'll do it okay here we go the first one is by a gentleman by the name of rick fieldsman uh he's a beat reporter uh for your chicago bears uh the second one is by a sun times sports columnist called rick tellender <laughs> 
Is that Tellender? Okay, Rick Tellender. Uh, his profile on Twitter also says Slam Basketball Evangelist. So I don't know what that means. Uh, the third one, also a sometimes sports columnist and wise old sage of ass hattery, Rick Morrissey. So Rick Morrissey, Rick Tellender, and Rick Fieldsman. Are you ready to play? Send me your Rick picks. Yes, please. <laughs> I don't remember if that was the name or not. Okay. Here we go. I believe it was supposed to be called Hey Ricky. But oh, we're, we're right. going to go with it, just in case you heard an intro and we'll hear an outro to this. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tweet number one. I've seen tool sheds move better than Leatherwood did on that sack. Okay, I've hold seen... on. Let me, let me jump in there. I know that's not Rick Fieldsman because that means someone actually watched the Bears game. But go on. I've seen tool sheds move better than Leatherwood did on that sack. Okay. Tweet number two. Yesterday was National Hot Dog Day. A day, of, a day of joy and reflection. My love for those little darlings is well documented. Okay. Tweet number three. Fact. Justin Fields has never lost to the Green Bay Packers. Parentheses. I think... Oh man, I'm really thrown off here. Tweets, Tweets one, one, two, and three. One. I think the first one is Leatherwood, Hot Dogs. Oh, Packers. This feels like another trick. Uh, I'm gonna go. The first one is Morrissey. The second one is. God, that feels like a Rick Fieldsman. I'm gonna stick with it. That's a Fieldsman. The last one's Tellender. 33%. Tellender <laughs> was the hot dog. Fieldsman dropped. The f- Fields has never that lost was, to the Green Bay Packers. That was a trick. I mean, that. <laughs> the hot dog one was real? 100%, 100% real. Yes. Um, I meant to. I mean, all documented. Those, those little darlings as well as hot dogs. Yeah. That yeah. is creepy. This, this is has been. Hey Ricky. Hey Ricky. Oh Ricky, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey Ricky. Hey Ricky. <laughs> and I apologize, Rick. I I wasn't sure if you would remember the conversation we had over the weekend. Yeah. If, if you were going yeah. to uh... ten minutes before departing to this house, I had to do a quick Twitter awesome. search. I love it. I was very nervous. You were giving Rick a look like, "Hey, is this when we were to kick his ass?" Like it was very uneasy about what was happening just then. But I'm glad that I was a part of that. Thank you, Rick. Hey, Ricky, you are welcome. Yeah, you're you're not as glad as as either Rick or I am because this is just. That was that was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Thank you, Rick. Thank you, Dan, for participating with all of this lunacy. Um, I think we need to put together like a whiteboard and keep track of all this. I don't know what season five has in store, but I'm running out of tweets from fake Dan Weeder. He hasn't been allowed to tweet in about a year, so it might be a problem. My record is very bad in this game, by the way. I'm, I'm very poor at guessing the, the Dans and the Ricks. So, Well... Thank you both for an unbelievable Super Bowl Bears and NFL Talk segment. 
Uh, we are going to close this segment with somebody that was at our season debut of season four, uh, Brother Dave. He is going to give us an update on his cat situation. Dave, take it away, you drunk bastard in Mexico. Suck my cat, Dave. Excuse, is your mic on? <laughs> All right, we've reached the off season, and it's, I wouldn't say it's make or break for polls, but this is, it's the time for him to put his mark on the organization, as some would say. And uh, the cats in my house and I, some of us were, some are a little bit more lenient, some are a little more, uh, more strict, like some say, they got to get it done this year. Uh, me personally, uh, I'm I'm I, I'm not going to have a lot of. I'm not going to set goals one way or the other. I'm not going to put any judgment on the off season until until we see the uh, the product on the field in September. However. Uh, I've got some old cats at home. The old cat, Mayweather, he's Mayweather. He wants to see action in this offseason. He doesn't know if he's going to see another offseason, so he thinks Ryan Poles has to get it done this year. Spend the money. Spend the draft capital. He wants, to, he wants a winner before they move to Arlington Heights. Some of our other cats are a little bit more, uh, a little bit more friendly, a little bit more lenient. We've got we've got some years to play with. I, th- I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna go with Aberdeen, Daniel, Jade. They're they're a little bit less strict about the rebuild. We want to have a winner within. Four to five years. It'd be great to see see playoff football next next winter at Soldier Field. I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll see it. We'll see it once we're at the at the new place out in the suburbs. Now's the time to save thirty percent on wedding jewelry only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread, hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes, yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball, push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. 
All right, motherfuckers, we are back. It is that time. A live segment with Ricardo. Hams and bread this is, is America's favorite segment within a segment. Coming from a sharp, sharp, shark who just claimed he doesn't watch Bears games but gives us Bears picks. So these are all winners. Ricky, take it away, bitch. When your eyes go over Rick's profile picture, what, what comes to mind? He's a dummy. <laughs> we are back zero doings hams and spreads hams and bread for the uninitiated this is the hottest segment within a segment within the world's weirdest Chicago Bears podcast, Zero Doinks. You know what? I'm just happy to be invited out of my house. It's been a while since I've been invited to a party. It's been even longer since it's been a boys' night. But, oh, my gosh, I am 100% in my element. We're winding down on the Zero Doinks season. A little bit sad, a little bit happy, little mixed emotions, I think we'll call it. Um, here's what I have for you, loyal listeners. It's going to be a while to, until you hear Rick Fieldsman's voice again, so I'm going to give you a few picks that's going to last you a couple months until you follow me on Twitter, and that's where I have the hottest picks. Let's get that count up, peoples. Uh, should we just – yeah, let's just get right into it. Here we go. Three picks, hot picks, hot, hot picks. Here we go. Hamden Spreads pick one. Oh, baby. We are less than three weeks away from the start of the F1 season. Here's where we're going first. You know where we're going first, baby. Bahrain. Bahrain, 20 days away. That's somewhere in the Middle East, I think. Not really sure. Saudi Arabia, probably. Not sure. That's where the money is. Follow the money, people. That's where the money's going. Uh, With great power comes great responsibility. Peter Parker's uncle, Ben, nailed it. Bahrain F1, uh, we're, go- we're going winner. We're going 100% winner here. Max Verstappen coming off the most dominating performance of all time. He won like 21 of 22 races last year. That's probably not right at all, but he won a lot of them. Drive to Survive, season five coming out in two weeks. Humble brag, no big deal that I know that. Um, we're going Max Verstappen. He's plus 100, even monies. I know what you're going to say. But, Rick, we haven't even seen the new car. We haven't even seen him go out there. What are we going to do? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's why you come to Rick Fieldsman. I got the hottest insights to Formula 1. I'm a Formula 1 guy. I don't watch the Bears. I don't need to watch the Bears. All Formula 1, all the time, 6 a.m. on a Sunday. Don't worry. I'm recording it, waking up, avoiding the kids. Two-hour race, plus 100, Max Verstappen. Let's go to the next pick. (laughs) Hams and spreads. Pick two. <laughs> yeah, I forgot how I did that for a second. Um, 
you know what we're going to do? So that's that's going to be beginning of March. Let's go a little bit to the end of March, maybe into April. A little something called the NCAA Tournament. For those who don't know, this is Men's Basketball 2023. Unless another version of COVID comes out and gets canceled. <laughs> Let's see what happens. But that's all right because I have the hottest winner. Now, let me tell you a little something. I knew that I was going to bet this team because I knew they'd be a hot team. I got them at plus 8,000. Guess what? They're plus 6,500 right now. That's right. Miami, Florida's taking down the entire tournament. Isaiah Wong, the Wonger, is coming out. He is shooting everything. Race the tens. He does it all, baby. If you haven't seen this guy play, he's got the hottest shots of all time. He passes the ball. He rebounds. But most importantly, he wins games. He's a winner. Plus 6,500 Miami, Florida. They're, I think they're a 16th ranked. They're going to be a five seed. Oh, that is my pick to click. Five seeds all day, baby. Miami, Florida, 6,500. Let's go. What should I do with all these funds that I'm going to win? Let me tell you what you're going to do with all these funds. Let's go to our last pick. <laughs> Hands and spreads, pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. Printing money's pick of the week is brought to you by Bill's Basement. Do you want to sit in a folding chair that's made for a 150-pound man? <laughs> no, thank you. I'll take that reinforced steel bar stool any day. Bill's Basement. Come with nothing. <laughs> Leave with some Chicago sports memorabilia. <laughs> oh, we are back. Thanks again, Bill, for hosting. Much appreciated. Let's go to our last pick. We're going back to F1, baby. I know F1 inside and out. F1 Futures, who's going to win the entire thing? I totally screwed that up. That's okay. We're going with it anyways. Um, who's going to win the entire thing? <laughs> yes. Oh, F1 Futures. Who is going to win the entire season of Formula One? I know what you're thinking. Max Verstappen, he's got it. Minus 125. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not where the value is. Uh, George Russell. That's right. Backup driver for Mercedes. George Russell plus 500 lewis hamilton's plus 275 uh-uh he's taking the back seat there's a little bad blood there in mercedes george russell plus 500 to win all the values here mercedes they did not have a good year total wolf wolf not total wolf for those listening at home total wolf 100 percent going to be he's coming out with the vengeance he wants to beat down that new team principal at ferrari oh he's absolutely running away with it george russell plus 500 book it lick it stick it i'm gonna send it back to the boys and as always have a good one at the windows <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely perfect. It's so true. Wow. I mean, to see that in the flesh, it's been a, it's been a minute. Those wheels were turning even before he was thinking of what sponsor tossed him some cash for hams and spreads. I get that confused with bread yeah, and spreads. I'm so I'm always confused, Dan. Uh, would you ride with any of those picks, especially uh, Miami and Isaiah Wong future? Yeah, well, uh, sponsorship issue, a poster just fell uh, in Phil's basement here. I would absolutely ride all of those picks, all of the F1 picks, especially 
Um, Isaiah Wong is is fucking electric. I mean, that's the lock of the of the year there. I I did I did mostly enjoy that none of Rick's picks were within like three weeks from now. So, um, you know, if you were looking for like an immediate fix of the funds. This is not this. This is not the episode for you. <laughs> so that I, I think that was my favorite part. So it's a long game. Um, so otherwise, I mean, real the sponsorship, by the way, is is fantastic. I think that's that's what really stood out to me. And there's a lot of uh, speaking of Bill's basement. There's a lot of advertisements on Bill's bar that says to drink responsibly. As I'm sitting here, I've count five of them. They're like table pens yes. say drink I responsibly, which is confusing. I think they just threw the Illini logo right in the middle. Uh, but I'm not very smart, so I'm a central Illinois guy. I don't I'm not very bright. So uh, but, but great sponsorship. Rick did it again. Uh, I'm looking forward to when those picks cash in like early twenty twenty four. And the, those uh, those tent signs are for liability reasons, hundred uh, percent. So, in case anything horrible ever happens to anybody leaving the house, usually horrible things happen here in the basement. So stick around for that. Guy. Uh, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. That, that those were fantastic. We were um, we were holding off on talking about Super Bowl wagers until this segment. Somehow we we restrained ourselves. Rick, you sent a text to us earlier today that said you won every bet you made yesterday. Is that is that true? No, but <laughs> it felt like I won every bet. Can we just start? Let's start at the top, baby. Uh, I had a fairly large wager on tails. I had a fairly large, large wager on the Chiefs winning the coin toss. There was nothing more electric than that moment when that lady grabbed that coin. Uh, the ref said, what do you choose chiefs and they said tails and i was 100 percent winning or not winning at all and oh baby when that came tails the kids were screaming everybody was riding on that one i it was just an awesome bet like what a great way to start the super bowl electric everybody in there made the same bet because i was telling everybody to bet it um so it was just like it the place never got louder uh so yeah i was quite pleased with that one what about you dan did you bet the coin toss yeah 100 percent. i was tails tails never fails I, I think this is the first time I've ever won. the. I play it every year. This is literally the first time I've ever won the coin toss. Uh, hot start. Nobody in my space gave a shit, which was disappointing. Oh, disaster, uh, But I, I would say that's nowhere near the most electric wager that hit on Super Bowl Sunday. I, I mean, tend to agree. It was, and I, I had laid it out for everyone that I definitely wagered on. There will be a doink. And when that hit... The, the place exploded, and I just looked over, and I was getting the dirtiest look from Jordan because she was literally like, what are you doing? And she didn't understand, and it was fucking electric. I mean, I could have just gone home at that point. Like, I was so happy that that happened. Yeah, I told everybody we need to watch these kicks so closely, and I could tell right when that ball left his foot, that thing was going left. And I stared down eight inches from the TV where oh and when that thing hit absolutely everybody was going absolutely crazy same thing tails and the doink and there was nothing better there than when the when that one hit there was nothing better but did all my bets hit no but i mean those two bets made up for all of it so absolutely I was gonna say you probably netted 
very much in the profit category. Was, yes, it was very profitable. You know, the one bet that did not. So I had a couple of big hitters too. Uh, Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown. Uh, he had three. Humble brag, no big deal. Um, uh, any team to score over thirty points. That was a nice one that hit. Uh, they both did. And uh, the one that didn't hit, Patrick Mahomes, two touchdowns and over two twenty-five passing. I think he ended with like one seventy. They never had the ball, so it was hard to to get that. But I mean, overall, it was just yeah, it felt great. The funds are in the accounts. Pulled a little bit of cash out so that I'm not betting on some other things. We'll probably talk about here shortly. Uh, but looking forward to uh, investing some of those funds into the syndicate coming up. Uh, March Madness is right around the corner. Bill, what about you? How were your funds at the end of the Super Bowl? Would you say versus uh, the investments you had into? I. Uh... I, I want to thank uh, September Bill for for profiting based on his futures of picking the Chiefs to win it all. Excellent. Otherwise, it would not have been a great day whatsoever. Uh, I kind I just sprinkled and splashed a little bit here and there. I, I was more a same game parlay guy. I missed your um, the door. Right, I saw the doink text, uh, uh, but I did not jump on it. Huge regrets, but. I was celebrating in my mind when that happened, knowing how hot both of you guys must have been. Under the belts, you might say. Oh, I, cannot very imagine. I can't I'm sure Jordan was a little upset with you, but I got one thing to say to her. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, things are great. Uh, I think I think I made 75 bucks. That's that's that's, that's not an bad. absolute win. Yeah. What about the octopus? Did you have the octopus? Oh, yeah. I didn't have it either. I didn't, I didn't either, but I I I didn't even know what it was until uh, I think so I sent the note. So yeah. I was looking at it beforehand and I said, this seems absolutely ludicrous. Like how, how is this going to happen that whoever's going to score, they're going to get the ball right back to octopus hit plus 1400 uh, hasn't hit in any Super Bowl uh, since the two point conversion. Uh, this was the year to do it. Now you avoid it like the play going forward. But uh, I mean, the time was right. If that one hit at plus 1400, that would have been uh, mega hot. But the uh, you know what? Man, I can still hear that cling of the doink. I, uh, I, I'm thinking about starting a podcast called Single Doink and just talking about that, but You should. You should. Would we be friends or rivals? Would that... Oh, it's, uh, it's all, all friends. All friendly fire uh, up in here, as they say. As they say. Definitely in the battlefields, you definitely want to take some friendly fire. That is absolutely true. Any other Super Bowl bets you guys want to talk about, or do we want to talk about what we may wager on can, can, can I ask what, what odds you got on the Chiefs back in September? I got uh, plus uh, plus 1,001 and plus 800 with the Whoa, oh look at you. Just I the love you just keeping that one close to the vest no. as well. Are you trying not to jinx it? Is yeah, it? yes. Okay. And I did right. not hedge. I thought about hedging, oh. and I, I said, you know what? I know Rick talks about hedging a lot, but he rarely does and until he does. And I, I don't remember which commandment it is. I, I felt like I didn't have to. It's one of the top ones. Uh, do not hedge unless you absolutely need to hedge. So it's uh, it's an important one. I live my life by that. But I got to tell you, uh, when I send that text out saying, will you please ride with me with that doink bet? And everybody immediately says, absolutely, Rick. There's no better feeling. What a great text chain. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? You probably didn't want me on that, actually. That's probably why it hit. So congratulations to all of you. That was fantastic. Speaking of sponsors, we were talking about sponsors. I think, I don't know if anybody noticed when they were watching the Super Bowl, that TT Elite Series happened to invest a lot of money into the Super Bowl. Um, it's a little something we found on DraftKings. Dan and I talked about it a few weeks ago. 
it, it's ping pong, it's table tennis, it's red hot, and it's found a firm place. And I think all of our lives are now. Am I just speaking for some of us, Dan? Uh, I could take it or leave it. I'll just be honest. But I do enjoy the text. Uh, you know, it was, I would say, third, fourth quarter of the game. Oh my God, surprise appearance. It was probably third or fourth quarter of the game, and we're, I'm getting fucking table tennis, <laughs> table tennis uh, text from one of you two. And I was like, holy shit, Rick's at it again. Is he not literally not watching football again? We had this issue. Well, not an issue, but there was another. Was it the national championship game? Or yes. Something is. Rick just fired off the table tennis. Table you know, tennis, this stuff. So. The Super Bowl doesn't last forever. Uh, so I need to know who's playing in Poland at 10 10 Central Time. Um, maybe one we uh, we talk about here a little bit uh, more shortly. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, before we get to our special guest, though, uh, hang in there, special guest. We're going to get to you in a minute. Uh, hope you're eating some breakfast, I think. I'm not great with time zones. Uh, Rick. You alluded to anytime somebody comes to my basement, you may or may not walk out with some uh, Chicago memorabilia. With that in mind, I want to thank you for all of your contributions this year and give you a gift. Okay. Would you, would you, would you be interested? I would love that. Bill, thank you. Oh, my gosh. You shouldn't have. This is gift wrap for those who don't want to see. This is like a, a 50th anniversary gift bag. It's got gold stars all over it. I Can I can I open it now? You absolutely can. I insist. All right. I am uh, taking – this is well wrapped, actually. And Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are these scorecards? Oh, this is a – okay. A 1991 National Series team set – Chicago Bears, my eyesight's a little bit bad, action-packed brand, not tops, not Don Rust, action-packed, and they're in the sleeve, uh, high-pro marketing, Northbrook, Illinois, local, that's right, support your local businesses, oh my gosh, this is so awesome, uh, we got Harbaugh, Dent, Neil Anderson, a personal favorite of mine, uh, this is absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much, Bill. I am. This is going right into my office, and I love this. So much. Absolutely. No, you're 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 welcome. Sorry if uh, if they're a bit yellowed from years of sitting in I don't even know where, but uh, I'm sure probably worth five cents. But it's priceless in all of our hearts. And you, you sure you don't want this for the basement? Oh, I am. I am a hundred percent sure. Thanks, Bill. Oh, I appreciate you're, it. You know, thank you. Yes, thank you for all the contributions. Uh, special guest, I see that you're muted. If you are awake and alive and on the show, would you unmute and introduce yourself? Yes, hello, good morning, good evening, good night. Uh, it's Darren from Dublin. Just want to pop on and say hello to this very special episode. Welcome, Darren in Dublin. You are. You sound great. I don't know what time it is. Uh, I, I saw you briefly when I let you into the show. Um you looked. You looked like you had between twenty and thirty shots a couple nights ago, and it's still you're still trying to shake it out of your body. Um, would you mind walking us through how you're feeling, how your Super Bowl Sunday was? Uh, we're we're currently in hams and bread and spreads, uh, talking about gambling. I, I don't know if you put any money on the game, Darren, but uh, uh, let us know about your experience this past Sunday. Sunday was actually was tremendous. Um, I. Got absolutely banjoed watching the game. I blinked, I think, for about 20 minutes in the third quarter, so I don't know what, what happened in the third quarter. But it was just, uh, it was great. It looked, the football, actually, do you know what? I watched, rewatched the game yesterday 
because I remembered that little of it. <laughs> um, so, and it was a pretty decent game of you know game of American football. It's usual Super Bowl Sunday for us. Start off around about eight o'clock. Go out for food. Start hitting the beers. Sit down. We have a before the kickoff start. We have a twenty minute rule summary of our shot game. Adding new new trying to find new ones. This year it was sideline carnage, which unfortunately didn't happen. Um, <laughs> you know, and then we were. Tr- I and we were surprised the blue tent didn't happen. Actually, I was surprised with the blue tent as well. But yeah, no, we we, we always try to add something new, uh, new rule, just to throw it out there to see what happens. But we got through twenty two shots uh, by the end of the game. Um, walked home to my mate's house because I stayed in his house. That I was just absolutely sh- in bits today. Now I am rough as a badger's arse today. I am really, really bad today. It's been a rough one. I came home and my wife was expecting things out of me. Uh, she was like, come on, let's do this and do that. And I was like, see that couch? See that remote? I'm not getting five minutes from that fucking thing for the whole day, so just leave me alone. Please. <laughs> so that was pretty much today. Um, and then, but I you know, set an alarm. It's now just coming up on 3 a.m., uh, what would be Tuesday morning, I suppose, now, here. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I was delighted to be invited. I'm delighted to jump on to your season finale, pop on and say hello and talk to you fine gentlemen about it. In terms of betting, I didn't bet. I was going to bet. Thanks be to fuck, I didn't bet. Uh, it was, I was looking at, you know, uh, first touchdown score. I know it's slightly different in, in Ireland in terms of it. We go like 40 to 1 or 25 to 1, that type of thing. I thought to myself, sure fire bet. Eagles, defense, first touchdown score, 40 to 1. Oh. Absolutely going to happen. Mahomes, it's going to be like Peyton yep. Manning years ago where the ball would fly over his head from fucking 40 yards and they'd run in and score. I said, That's an easy one. But thanks be the bollocks, I didn't bet on that anyway. So how are you fine, gentlemen? Rick, I presume you won millions uh, yesterday. So... Um, Oh, you'll you'll just have to tune and hear the final yeah. number. Uh, we just went over all that, but yeah, just absolutely electric. Uh, here in the states, Darren, we're betting um, heads or tails. Tails hits. I hit that. Humble brag, no big deal. Um, hit the upright ball. Hit the upright on that missed field goal by the Chiefs. Uh, but yeah, I had so much uh, riding on the Chiefs as well, which we didn't talk about. My extended family is from Philadelphia. Sorry, my married into family is from Philadelphia, and I loved seeing them lose. Uh, my brother-in-law was at the game in Arizona. I was taunting him beforehand. I cut off communication afterwards. Just a hands-down Rick Fieldsman move right there. Uh, but yeah, it was great. Great outcome. Great game. Um, glad you were able to catch up on a little bit. But hopefully you uh, you enjoyed uh, re-watching it there, Darren, in a uh, little bit of a better yeah, state. Yeah, well, well, I wouldn't say a better state. I was fucking... I mean, I could, I could focus. That's about the much better state I was in. Um, the... Yeah, it was, it was actually a good game. I don't know what you guys thought about it. I actually thought it was a pretty decent game. Um, I was delighted, absolutely delighted to see the Philadelphia Eagles did not get any sacks because there were only two sacks behind the Bears' all-time record. So at least we can hang on to our 85 Bears that we still have some fucking sort of record. Or was it 84 Bears? I mean, one of the, one of the fucking teams had it. Who the fuck was that? That was Dan Dykes. Um, I, I'm not, I think um, a wolf may have just eaten his, <laughs> eaten his mic. A wolf. I, I, uh, I'm, 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 Darren, oh, I think what um, 
what what Dan was attempting to say was I don't remember what he was trying to say. So, Go ahead, Rick. You actually sounds like you're talking through Bill's ass. Yeah, it's a way. Well, let me ask you uh, in a different way, uh, Darren. We um, a few segments ago we were talking about uh, the Bears and their possibilities of getting up to the uh, to the Chicago Bears to the, uh, to the to the Super Bowl to the Promised Land. How many years away do you think we are to seeing? your Chicago Bears on a Sunday in February? Um, I, I think that we're about two seasons, I'd say, from being a serious contender. Uh, from, like, I don't know if we'll make it, but because I look at the NFC, the NFC is ripe. It's like a big, juicy Jerry tomato ready to be plucked because there's fucking no... Outside of Hurts, there's no QBs in the NFC, really, that I can think of. I mean, obviously, you got cunt face Rogers, but hopefully he's going to piss off soon enough. The, so, I just think that I think they've got a great shot. I think, obviously, there's a huge bit made about, oh, they've loads of cap room. They've loads. They're gonna, they got the first pick in the draft. Isn't this wonderful? Which it is. It's going to be great fun this year. But, you know, that's because we've loads of cap room. We've first pick in the draft, but we have... Outside of Justin Fields and maybe one or two other guys, we have a fucking horrendous team. So we need about 50 players, you know, of starting caliber. So uh, we're going to need all that cap room. We're going to need all them draft picks. So I think it's, we're probably about two years. I think this year, hopefully, will be a lot better. Um, now, I said that last year. I was so bullish going into last year. I thought, ah, oh, fucking, what do you what? If I remember correctly, over and under, Rick, was five wins, five and a half wins last year. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, there's no fucking way. Five and a half, are you kidding me? We're playing the Jets. We're playing the Giants. We're playing the Texans. We're playing Detroit twice. Like, I was like, what's the story? Like, there's four wins. How the hell are we five? And ah, we're going to get seven or eight wins. Yeah, that worked out well. Uh, so, you know, I think that, yeah, I think we're about two years before challenging. Um, and then it's just really up to see, hopefully, that JF1 is as good as we, th- we think he is and he can show us how good he is. What do you guys think? Can you, uh, am I back now? Does this sound better? All right. Sorry about that. Apple's fucking me over. Fuck you, Steve Jobs. Um, Darren, there's a rumor that the Bears are going to play in Germany next year. Uh, if that happens, will you make the trek to go see him play? Um, I know you're not a big geography guy. Uh, so yeah, Germany's about, you know, 10 minutes from my house. So yeah, absolutely. I'll go. Um, no, I, I probably, if, if they do, because we haven't picked out what, where we're going to go, so I probably would uh, if I can get over to it. Because you know I've been to games in London; uh, they're a good crack. Um, I went to see the Bears versus Tampa Bay a good few years ago. Actually, that was probably the best game I was at in London. So yeah, if if they do go, I think so. I think I will. What do you reckon? What's the chance? Are we going to get hard knocks on one of them as well? Because we must be the running for that. Hold on a second. Did you just fucking roast me for asking if you're going to the Germany game and then you concluded with it? Yeah, I'll probably try to go. <laughs> yeah, but... I like that. Oh, you fucking idiot. It's not, it's not a 10 minute walk, but yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably get to check it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What was your question? Hard knocks? No, I don't. Are they, uh, what is, what's the deal with that? Are they required to yeah, do if, one at, at they... some point? Because there's no way. Well, Virginia's alive. There's no chance she's going to let those cameras uh, in her chat. She probably board. has enough cameras in her fucking bedroom anyway. The the hard knocks, let me think of it. Isn't it? You can, if you, they don't have a new coach. They didn't make the playoffs. 
So I think there are two of the prerequisites to be in it, isn't it? I Is think, that right? I, I guess. Yeah, I, I think it's something like you can't have done it in the last five years or something like that. You can't have a new coach and you, you're not to have made the playoffs or something. It's something like that. Is, uh, so I think they probably are in the running for it. Do we want the Bears on hard knocks? I I, I think Eberflus might be uh, a wet mop with a camera around all the time. I don't know that the entertainment factor, I guess, just as Bears fans will watch it just just because. But, uh, I mean, it would make sense, right? Like a team who was dog shit last year, who gets the number one pick, who's on the, who should be on the rise. It, it would make sense. I would imagine they, they, they'd be sniffing around it, especially because – you know, JF1 is quite hot property at the moment um, because, you know, he had, a, he had a good season last year. Obviously, all the talk is that no one knows you can fucking pass the ball, but he, he had a very good season last year. So, Yeah. Um, Darren, would you? First of all, again, thank you so much for joining. It's fantastic. Your quick wit at three o'clock in the morning absolutely is way, way better than mine at any time of day. So thank you, Darren. Um, what what are you going to do the rest of your morning? <laughs> That's my question. What What's on the agenda well, for today for hungover Darren? Uh, well, I'm working today, which is, an, oh, which is a complete kick in the stones. I'll probably, what is it, 3 a.m.? I'll go up to bed, back to bed soon enough. I'll have a power wank and then go to sleep for a while. Um, and then get up tomorrow, go to work and just be miserable for the day. But yeah, no, it's I, I that's about it really. What kind of hours are we looking at, Darren? I'm I'm stressed out for you. I mean the power wank will definitely uh, the power help, wank will just get me best to sleep. We, looking at, we crack it off like an eight. Oh hour. yeah, I'm, I'm in ooh, uh, yeah, I'm in I'm in what? Nine o'clock till six tomorrow, so I'll be up in about three hours' time for work. Do you, um, do you ever think of Phil in Indiana when you do a power wank? <laughs> Doesn't everybody? I mean, I, I can't think you can think of anybody. Well, actually, it's it's kind of a Phil in Indiana doing the kind of you know what's it called, Brokeback Mountain type thing with grease tank. That's just what gets me through most of my evenings. Uh, no, I mean, what's what's the odds of you coming stateside uh, sometime before the Bears make it to the Super Bowl? I, all of our loyal listeners, of course, love hearing from Darren. Uh, we love you. The world loves you. We need to meet in person. Give me a little bit of odds. If you were a betting man, which we know that you are, stateside, U.S. side, uh, land of the free, home of the brave, when are you coming? I can tell you for one hundred percent when I'm coming. Once I'm still alive, and let's face it, with the amount I drink, that's probably a stretch. Um, is that I know for our fiftieths, because all my, my mates were all roughly the same age. We're going to America for our fiftieth, which is in six years' time, which is probably about twenty years before the Bears make the Super Bowl. So yeah, we should be all right. Um, but no, it's. So, but I, I was hoping to try and get over this year. Uh, but I, I don't think it's going to work out now, unfortunately. So I'd say probably next year will be the earliest, but definitely six years now. But I have to go. Like we're we're trying to pick a city to go in our fifty. I keep saying two of my mates. We go away every year. We go away to some European city. We went to Lisbon last year for a weekend and just get pissed for three days. But we're going to America. Chicago is where I'm looking for us to go because 
It's an eight-hour flight for us. It's you know not too bad time zone-wise. They're 49ers fans, so they're trying to say San Francisco and not a fucking chance. It's about fucking a million hours in a plane, so bollocks to that. So. Well, I like that backstop of six years, Darren. Appreciate that. And you know that uh, your loyal fans here on Zero Dice will meet you any city, anywhere, anytime. Yeah, I probably have a fucking iron lung in six months, uh, six years' time. That's the problem, though. Anyway, but, but but don't forget, though, guys, Ireland is only an eight-hour jaunt away for you guys, too. Uh, so you're more than welcome over here. Well, hey, you don't twist our arms too bad. We've seen some of that meat you've been grilling for the past couple of years, and hubba hubba, I'm hungry for more than what you're grilling there, buddy. Uh, you, when you do that, when you when you send those pictures in our WhatsApp, I always feel like, like you must have the whole neighborhood over for for a feast because that's that is just an incredible amount of meat. Well, you know, I do love the fact that no matter. Where I am in the world, no matter what's happening in the day, you can always rely on Bill to ask me about my meat. Um, it's what gets me through my days. But no, yes, you're right. I cook far too much food. Um, but you're fucking, when you're having a barbecue, you got to do it right. you got to cook as many sausages as you possibly can. you got to cook as many steaks as you possibly can. And you just you live off it for you know a day or two. You know, but yeah, no, I, I absolutely love barbecuing, or as my wife would say, Brian. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, I'm looking forward. To it. I had a barbecue about two weeks ago. Absolutely froze my balls off out cooking it. But it was. Uh, it was tasty. What was? What does your wife call it again? Can you say that again? Yeah, it's so. It's she's because she's South African. It's called a braai. B or A A I. No, that's not real. Well, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to try attempt a South African accent at this time in the morning. But yeah, a braai, and then you go, right, yeah, I'm having a braai. But... So I got into a habit of times that I even say it now, and uh, I should, probably should be beaten with a sock for that. <laughs> Just not, not my wank sock, though. That would be a bit disgusting, but we'll be beaten with a normal sock. All that meat's got to be great for the power wanks, for sure. It can't mm. hurt. Oh, yeah. No, no, I just, I just say you, you go get your catcher's mitt after you've had your nice braai or barbecue with all your... Yeah, and then we just get stuck into it. Darren, it's been a pleasure. It has been a treat. Thank you for joining us during a very special hams and bread with a lot of hams and spreads in the middle, including uh, some of which is... Uh, you know, Irish, Irish butter. Uh, you put Irish butter on bread, don't you? Isn't that a... They sell Irish butter here. I don't know. I don't know what kind of sheep or goats. What makes butter? <laughs> Not a big dairy guy. Uh, cows. cows. Cow, yeah, cows. Cow milk, yeah. Yeah, no, thanks very much for having me on, guys. It's actually a pleasure to jump on. And thanks for the season again. It was very, very enjoyable listening to the show again this season. I can't wait till next season. Especially with the whole number one pick in the draft and stuff coming up, it's going to be good fun. It's so true. It is absolutely true. Uh, it's according to Tom Pelissaro on uh, NFL.com, it's 73 days away from the draft. So thank you, Twitter, for showing me that earlier. Darren, we love you. We love your butter. We love your meat. Uh, can't wait to see you in six years, I think you said, five to six years in Chicago, but hopefully well before then. 
uh, we can visit the the Emerald Isle if uh, Rick's passport gets cleared by local and national authorities. Thank you, Darren. Um, good night to you. Good night, guys. Have a good one. See you, dude. This has been Hams and Bread with a lot of spreads and a visit from our friend in Ireland, Darren in Dublin. Thank you so much. Rick Fieldsman, you're the best. Enjoy your trading cards. Nobody cares about that anymore. Inventories through the roof. Natural gas, cheap. It's plenty to go around for everybody because it's warm in Europe. You know what happens when it's warm in Europe to a soccer ball? It expands. It doesn't contract, it expands. That's where you find me when you put your arms around me. I haven't been there for the longest time. Weirdest Big Ten Minute, and I love it so much. (laughs) Big Ten Minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini, and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm, like, pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. We're back. It's Big Ten Minute. I have no idea what's going on in Big Ten. I know the Gophers are terrible. Northwestern's amazing. Illinois is just playing basketball. I think they stink. I don't know. Uh, Purdue Purdue just lost to Northwestern. That's pretty red hot. Rick Fieldsman is a Northwestern fan. He's a fan of like 12 teams, five F1 racers, and way too many ping pong players. But Bill, where, where do you want to take this Big Ten minute? You know better than me. Well, uh, you give me way too much credit, Dan, but thank you so much. Thanks for providing the floor to me here with Big Ten Minute. It is nearing March Madness time. When you see us, hear from us next, I should say, it'll be a month from now. Uh, it, it'll probably be during March Madness week. So we'll, we'll give, let's, let's talk tourney. Let's talk turkey. Let's talk Dave Madness. For our loyal listeners, you may have heard and, and remember back in the day that we drink a lot on the Friday of the NCAA tournament at our buddy Davey No Behaviors house. He's also on Gray Balls. That's coming up next. Um, who of our teams would make it today into uh, into the tournament? Uh, so I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned a few teams there, Dan. You you are nothing if not versatile and uh, giving great segues. Uh, what what I see right now, Dan, as of today, this is per bracketmatrix.com, which puts together all of the projected uh, bracketology throughout the world. From Dan Weeder. We yeah, all know that. Specific to Dan Weeder and all of his tweets about having a very clean ass crack. Uh, so right now, so let's just talk Big Ten first. So Purdue is a projected one seed. Indiana is a projected five seed coming in at a six seed. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Phil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Six would be Illinois and Rutgers projected six seeds. Uh, Iowa seven, Michigan State and Maryland eight seeds. And Rick Fieldsman's Northwestern Wildcats, as well as Grease Tanks, number 10. Projected as a number 10 seed, even though they're ranked number 27 if there was such a thing in today's AP poll. So I feel like they're criminally underseeded, misseeded Rick Fieldsman. Do you agree? Agree. What's What's it? You go, cats. Um, The 
Yeah, they, this is just um, classic people against Northwestern. Classic, uh, they're not a real Big Ten team. Classic, oh no, all these other teams are better. Um, they're just, you know what, but I like playing from this. I like playing from behind. What did you say projected? I wasn't listening. Ten seed? Ten, ten seed. seed. I mean, that's perfect. Ten over seven. I mean, that's all day, baby. All day. Ten seed. Um, they haven't been in the tournament in five years, I think. About five, five, six years. They are going to be playing. They're going to be playing Friday at 2 p.m. I'm going to be three cores, two anti-heroes, and a couple Natter Days deep. And I am so excited for them to win. I This is going to be – this is my game I am looking most forward to. Uh, we can't bet them in Illinois, but that's okay. I am absolutely riding them all the way to the promised land. Rick, which uh, Northwestern player are you most excited to see play in the tournament? There's a guy who, uh, his name is Boo, Boo, Booey. Boo Radley? <laughs> no, it's Kill a Mockingbird. No, Boo, Boo Booey. Boo Booey. Yes, nailed it. Boo Booey. Uh, yeah, Bill Doinks and Phil Sr. at the um, Illinois Northwestern game. I decided, well, I might as well watch the first game of my uh, life of Northwestern basketball. So I turned that on. This guy, Boo Booey is the real deal. He was so electric. Uh, I haven't watched the game since, but it doesn't matter. You know what? I like keeping these eyes fresh for my Wildcats, and uh, I like looking at the scoreboards afterwards. Um, Boo Booey would be my click to pick. So Baba Booey, great. Uh, Bill, who do you like? How are you feeling about your Illini? They're wrapping up. Uh, well, how much more do we have of fucking Big Ten play? <laughs> March? I guess uh... <laughs> We got like another month, probably. No, no, not quite. Not a few weeks. Big, t- I'm a big Big Ten guy. Uh, the Gophers are terrible. I've completely shut it down. Dave Madness is all I live for. Can't wait to see Baba Booey play at 2 p.m. Bill, give us an idea of where your line I at. And I'm sorry I talked this long. No, that was fantastic. I heard a little uh, Gophers angst uh, in the back of your throat there, which was uh, it's fantastic. True. It's true. Yeah, which I understand. It sucks that Minnesota will not be uh, uh, anywhere near the bubble this year. I'm sorry for you. I do like Minnesota, except next Tuesday when uh, next Monday, I think Illinois plays against Minnesota. Uh, thanks for the COVID uh, postponement, by the way, Minnesota. You're didn't so know that fucking was welcome, Bill. You're so Absolutely. fucking welcome. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Uh, a projected six seed, that's fine. I would like a six seed. That's great. I'd rather be six than five. I'd rather be four than five. Uh, kind of sounds like the gray balls uh, seeding confusion that may or may not be next segment. It absolutely has not been recorded yet. Coach Cuse, uh, his mic broke a couple segments ago. No big deal. Um, I feel good about Illinois as a as constructed for a March run because they're harder to guard this year because you can't just you can't just quadruple team Kofi down low, which is what Houston did. And then our little dwarf guards couldn't hit a goddamn three against Houston. Uh, they barely did against Chattanooga, as we mentioned, uh, a near fist fight between Rick Fieldsman and an Indiana grad it happened. It was awesome. It was fantastic. Hope that happens again this year. Um, no, I'm, great. Great. I'm, I'm excited about it. Rick, uh, you want to jump in now? There's, there's different ways to take this. Do we want our teams to play on Friday? Yeah, so I get, great point. Um, so 
one thing we need to consider on Friday is the teams that we're rooting for to play that we can cheer for. Second is gambling in Illinois. We want the minimal amount of Illinois teams playing so that we can maximize the gambling. But I think the only Illinois teams in play, we have Northwestern. We obviously have Illinois. Was Did I hear a Southern Illinois team potentially in the mix? Dan, any insight on, the, on that one? How do you feel about that? Well, fuck the Salukis. I think we'll just start there. Uh, I, are they winning the Missouri Valley? Like you seem very well tapped in to. Uh, oh, I'm very well mid, tapped in. Mid, mar, mid market. What do we call those? Mid majors. Mid majors. We got there. Nailed it. Uh, I'm sure there'll be one more, like a Bradley or. A, I don't think ISU is any good, but. Uh, yeah, I, I don't give a shit. I absolutely don't give a fuck. I, I think you're right, though. I think you're onto something. You don't necessarily want those Illinois teams uh, for syndicate reasons. Yep. Um, and I think just for specifically for Bill, we don't need, we don't, you were occupied quite a bit last year with, uh, staying focused on the game. And I like Bill with it, with an unoccupied mind during Dave Madness. I get it. Yeah. That could have quickly ruined the rest of the day. If that had gone a few points the other way, I wish I had a heart rate trace of Bill, uh, throughout those two hours though. Uh, but no, that is definitely something we want to avoid. It's a balance. It's a balance of, you know, it's going to be the highest of highs or potentially the lowest of lows. Um, but that's what March Madness is about, baby. Nailed it. That was fantastic. Another quote. That's pull another date off the, the calendar this year, baby. Um, Marquette also, who Rick Fieldsman has an emotional and uh, used to have a financial tie to, I believe, is slated to be a four seed, uh, big Milwaukee guy. Right? I was an early investor in Marquette. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's their uh, football team's biggest booster. Also, <laughs> that's I don't know where that money's going. Uh, Isaiah Wong and his Miami Hurricanes, prior other mentioned previously, scheduled to be a five seed. Uh, how much are we going to put on Miami? Yeah, Miami. I mean. Two big bets, I would say, on Miami. Put one now uh, and then see if they lose a couple, place another one. Uh, real quick, Coach Cuse, uh, Syracuse, are they going to be making it? No, he's shaking his head. No, Syrac they are terrible. Syracuse has zero chance of making it. So we have Illinois. We have Marquette. We're rooting heavy against Indiana. Minnesota, better luck next year. But we are we're setting we're setting the stage here for a great, a great Friday. Some would say a good Friday, but no, this is a great Friday. Where's the final four this year? You have any idea? No, I don't know. Oh, uh, yes, I do. New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. So you'll be seeing the Illini playing against Northwestern with Marquette in the 2 p.m. game of the final four. That's going to be great. And Miami. Miami, <laughs> Illinois. As, are, we, are we doing final four predictions right now? That seems to make sense. You, you nailed at least three of those. I like I like where your head's at, but Miami click to pick um, Isaiah Wong, Northwestern two, Illinois three, Marquette four. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for the race to ten again with the syndicate. That was Isaiah Wong carried us, and that's that's how he got his name within the, the syndicate. Yeah, uh, might as well keep talking about gambling. Yeah, uh, the race to ten is the hottest bet. If anybody has never bet a race of 10 it's the game within the game it's the way to win bets within the first three minutes of a game um race of 10 first team to 10 we were 
dialed in last year. I've been doing, putting a little pen to paper, if you will, uh, getting some stats down, but we will be ready for it. You said the first three minutes, it is college basketball and they come out ice cold. Sometimes you get, you hit past that 10 minute mark and it's like nine to five. Correct. And you're like, oh boy, this is, it's never going to hit 10. Nobody's going to hit 10. Yeah, we are going to be 100% dialed in. We're going to be going through names, assists over under, rebounds over under. What I've been trying to figure out is we're, we have the syndicate. So for people who, Bill, you want to set the stage of the syndicate? Uh, allow me. Um, so what we do, in, or, in order to avoid bets um, canceling each other out and that we're all rooting for the same people, we all fund the syndicate and then we have people with the nuclear codes who make the bets at any one time. Um, so this account can go anywhere up to thousands of dollars. They don't come rob us, but, you know, we got a lot of money in this thing. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what percentage we wager on each uh, on each game, because I think what part of our issues last year, we weren't betting enough. So if we have 16 games i'm trying to figure out what that what the percentage is on each of the best i think there's no rules i think that's like <laughs> that's the biggest thing it's a syndicate so it sounds very serious yes but the rules are very loose and it's you're saying there's certain people with the nuclear codes it's you and coach cues correct he's running the mouse and you're running you got that you got but that keyboard the on your tummy <laughs> you get a little tummy keyboard playing like a keytar over there and just dropping bets in i think sometimes barely getting feedback from the crowd on what they want to do. You're it's good for the most part, but there are times where there's just whispering going on. And all yeah. of a sudden we have Isaiah Wong over 25 points. Yeah. I mean, part of the syndicate is you're, you're giving 100% of your money to two brains. And sometimes we're on the same page. Sometimes we're not. Do we try to get um, some unanimous decisions? Absolutely. Do we need to make executive decisions? Absolutely. But that's just where we are. And you know what? Sometimes there's some random tennis game on and we need to make a bet on it. So I I do recall a, a, a Dan Doink said was a bit nervous. We, we touched on our last segment, a little TT Elite Series. That is ping pong. That is table tennis. That happens to uh, take over the whole country of Poland 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I suspect there's going to be a lot of live bet opportunities. Do we do we invest X percent of the syndicate into uh, TT Elite? Yes, you live and die by the syndicate. So, yeah, you're putting your money. You think it's going towards basketball? I mean might route some of those funds off to Poland and watch these guys play some table tennis. How do you imagine we're going to watch this these tables? Because we typically use FanDuel, right, Fan as Duel our accounts. go-to. Ooh. Have we looked into the potential that they also have a live feed of TT events? You know what? I haven't ruled out a side syndicate. <laughs> syndicate 2? Syndicate 2. Tokyo Drift. <laughs> Fully funded. For the TT Elite, it's um, I got to think that through. Excellent point, great point, because I was a hundred percent all in on the TT Elite, but that's a DraftKings only, from what I can tell. So that is uh, one we will need to consider. Have we landed on a buy-in amount for the syndicate this year? We have not. We are accepting um, applications into the syndicate for all of our loyal listeners. No need to be in attendance. Just trust your money with two of the best brains and the suburbs of Chicago. Um, I feel like it needs to increase. We were on the hottest of streaks. I think our ROI was 
one percent or something in in a day's work i will 100 percent take that all the time yeah I mean, you know, what are your thoughts what are your thoughts what's well, the appropriate fundage i think nasdaq could not be more nervous and jealous of the returns we have in, in, within a 12-hour day um i think for any fresh uh people that want to jump in the syndicate i think i believe we all contributed 50 dollars, if i'm not mistaken yep. i think this year we raise it to 500 dollars. <laughs> Yeah, minimum, minimum. Uh, we've proven our worth, uh, and the trend is only going up. So, what do you, what do we think? Seriously, though, is it should go up a little bit. Yes, should it I, go? I, I'm tempted to say 75, but I feel like that might scare some people off. Do we go 60? You know what I think we do? I like round numbers. I like percentages. I think we go 100. No more, no less. 100 into the fund. We know exactly how many people are in there. We know exactly what it is. None of these 60 or 75s. I'm going 100. Does that scare you, Dan? Let's say you know somebody <laughs> who's unemployed. <laughs> is there a scholarship program for someone who may be currently unemployed? I'm not, saying, I'm not naming names, but it's me. Have you thought about investing in any TT Elite players leading up to this? Um, this is great. This will be a topic of great debates. But yes, uh, we've proven our worth. It needs to, the higher the risk, the higher the reward, the more funds you want to put into our investment plan. 1099, <laughs> these are coming out, Pete's coming out, brokerage firm. Bill, yes, do you yes. have any thoughts on the fundage accounts? Um, Dave makes a good point. I, I do believe, yeah, we we have an open mind. Uh, I, I think, I think maybe, yeah, there's probably a, a sponsorship opportunity for a, for uh, for a scholarship here. Let's let's definitely chew on that a little bit. Maybe yeah. a little sidebar text that we do on occasion. Um, I think, though, no matter what it is, if if we all reinvest into the syndicate, I know we have some funds that have been collecting interest in FanDuel over the past <laughs> eleven months. Uh, but if we reinvest, I think I think we are, we're already capped with fifty bucks a piece. All of us. I think anybody new. Yes. I think we start, you know. Yes. There's an initiation fee. Is that what you're saying? And that goes to the uh, the scholarship program. That's correct. Yeah, that's correct. There we go. It's all yeah. The, the the vig goes to the scholarship program. This all makes sense now. Yeah. It really does. I think, um, in, in in specific to the TT Elite uh, side syndicate that we're thinking about, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know if we cap that at all, but I think you have to be willing to understand that 100% of your funds could go to Simon Radlow at any point during the day. Uh, we should probably talk about Simon Radlow. Um, I may have gone on a website to figure out how you actually pronounce his name, and I think it's closer to Seaman. <laughs> Which I which made it all the better when I heard that. Uh, so Seaman Radlow, you are our click to pick. Uh, I mean, quick backstory: this is a Polish daily uh, tournaments that happen. They they are each of the tournaments are eight hours. There's six players in it. They run three per day. So there is a if you go on the website, you can actually see this. There's a morning. Uh, evening and then a night, and the night is your midnight to 8 a.m. time frame. Um, I found a gentleman by the name of Seaman Radlow, 
and he won four in a row, and I went to Funstown, and I ride him all the time. Now, let me down a little bit. I think there's some shaving points. If you go on the website, though, there's clear details that they are not allowed to take to talk about gambling. There's no phones allowed in this prison where they play. Um, the other thing to note is they are playing for literally $110. Uh, if sixth place gets $40, First place gets $150. So that's what they're playing for. Big Polish money at stake. Um, but it is something to watch. Any questions, zerodoings at gmail.com. Would you know Radlow if he walked in here right now? Are we sure it's not they're just shuffling names around and it's the same two people? Great question. Uh, the only reason I know it's him is because he has this bright yellow jersey that he seems to wear all the time. But I think it's just like an old Navy shirt. <laughs> So, like, I don't really know what's going on, but no, 100% no. The only thing, I mean, those that 480p definition that we get through DraftKings doesn't give the uh, best resolution of their faces. Absolutely fantastic analysis, Rick. As always, you you find angles and edges that everybody else just would, they'd kill for. Um, this has been the Big Ten Minutes. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> See you next segment. Bill, you can have this win. Enjoy it while it lasts. A lot I will let you down. A lot I will make you. Oh, wait, I can't see the bottom. (laughs) We are all the way back. And, you know, this has been a great show so far, guys. It's been fantastic. I can't even remember the first few segments that we recorded. That's how good it's been. We have a rare opportunity, just like last season's opener, I think. I don't think it was a finale when we were at Bally Doyle's in Aurora. That's the last time we had Coach Cuse in the house. And we mentioned earlier, he's a GM, he's a coach, he's a player, four gray balls. It's playoff week. Let's just talk about the season so far, Coach Cuse. Has it gone as expected? What's our record? Did we even make the playoffs? What's going on? Uh, Who's the MVP besides Rick Fieldsman? Yeah, I'd say the season has gone fairly well. Five and five so far going into the playoffs. I think we're the... Four C, four, four or five C, which I think exceeds all of our expectations. Um, so yeah, pretty happy with the season so far. I was just happy that we had some attendees. I think on game nine, Dan Doink showed up for the first time. So I was very happy about that. So yes, very happy. Who's the worst player on the team? <laughs> oh gosh, that's a great question. Uh, uh, if we go by games played, Dan Doinks. You did come out a little rusty that first first half there, but I was all knuckles. Good. Like I did, my hands just didn't work with the ball. Um, felt great up and down the court. Didn't injure myself, but I was I was I had no touch at all. <laughs> I think that's a fair assessment. I will absolutely take least valuable player on the team. 
Uh, no. Um, <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for having us in your basement again, Bill. Really appreciate it. Uh, I mean, this Gray Balls team gets better and better each year. Uh, it, we The cream rises to the top. Uh, we weed out the bad players. Uh, you bring out the best in all of us. Uh, tell us a little bit about the offseason pickups and what made the Gray Balls what they are today, a four or five seed going into the Paramore playoffs. <laughs> should have, maybe, maybe I should have done some research on that prior to prior to coming on the show where I'd be grilled on it. But, um, yeah, I think the we had a nice offseason pickup in Pat Doinks. Not the original Pat Doinks, yeah. And uh, 6'6 power forward from Naperville, I believe. And uh, yeah, just a force down low. He can chuck threes. Yeah, it's been a uh, good season with him on the squad. What uh, Rick's selling himself short a little bit in terms of his participation and his knowledge of great balls. It's typically how, how Rick rolls. He definitely likes being under the radar. What's your your highlight of Rick Fieldsman this year? There has been plenty. Uh, is there one moment or possibly three moments that come to mind? I don't I don't remember the game, but Rick came in off the bench, immediately went into the Fieldsman shuffle, a scoop layup that I think potentially clanged off the back of the rim, but it was all all grace, all style. Um, and then maybe a tumble into a forward roll after that, and then a monster block to um to conclude the, uh, the, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, so full disclosure, I've played three of the 10 games, uh, long COVID, not a joke. <laughs> uh, total points on the season three. Uh, yes, I was one for one after the first game. Oh, for my next six. However, I was fouled by a guy who was five foot six and he got all ball when he was trying to block me. Didn't tell the ref, no big deal. Uh, but you know what? It's not about the journey of how we got here. It's where we are and where we are moving forward. So I appreciate that coach for bringing up those. I think there was also, I think you injured a guy during that sequence as well. Maybe an elbow directly to the face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was very good. He was very tall. Um, elbow, I think, and uh, knocked him right on his spine. <laughs> Haven't seen him back, but uh, that's what I'm willing to do. I'm willing to get into the paint. So I'm willing to get a little dirty when needed. Uh, Coach Cuse, so we mentioned this is playoff week. It's We're obviously getting our rest here in my basement drinking beer. Uh, what Do you have an early line uh, against either the four or five seed that we're playing in round one? Uh, we know it's a 9 p.m. tip, so we'll all be super fresh. What are we, you know, for favorites or, or dogs? I think we got to be a five-point dog. I think we respond better as, as underdogs, so we'll, let's go with that. Over, under, probably about. 14 and a half. No, depends if we get to get off to a fast start or not. When we, uh, most of the time it takes about 12 minutes for us to score our first basket. So hopefully that trend does not continue on Wednesday. What about Fred? I know Fred had a lot of trouble putting together the playoff format and was, uh, getting suggestions from a lot of teams in the league from what I understand about having a consolation bracket, uh, How's your relationship with Fred at this point? Uh, I would describe it as damaged. Um, he came out with the playoff bracket. It made zero sense. The nine 
is playing the 10. No, I'm sorry. 10 is playing the seven seed. The winner of that game plays the undefeated one seed immediately after in a doubleheader, which makes no sense. Um, a great idea for old, old people, old <laughs> suburban people. Make them play two games back to back. And then play a team that just will absolutely destroy. And that's a great. Exactly. Idea. Exactly. So I think we had a text thread going about this. Um, and I took maybe two or three of the suggestions, fired them over to Fred. He immediately shot him down. Um, and he said, this is the bracket. This is how it's going to be. Get used to it. <laughs> maybe not that forceful. But he's, he basically said, respectfully, this is how it's going to be. So... Yes, damaged, I would describe the relationship. Uh, Rick asked a great question, maybe on that same text thread. I, I love where his head is at. He wondered uh, when the championship celebration is going to be, because it's a 9 p.m. tip-off on Wednesday, we're going to be too tired to go to Walnuts. Let's just acknowledge that, win or lose. Is it the following week, win or lose? We'd have to play the one seed. They're undefeated. Um, we're going to win. We know that, and that's the championship. So, is that is that the night that we raise a trophy? Is that hold, hold on? Just, I mean, I think you're already just pushing gray balls through the first round. Then is what you're saying, right? Yes. Like yes. five point dogs, you're just totally disregarding the uh, the tip, the yeah. nine p.m. tip this week. Just good to go. We're, we're yeah, we it's enough time to have a nap for all of us in the afternoon. I have a feeling you're going to be there, and you are playoff tested and ready. Your guess is as good as mine, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, so we're going we're going through no matter what, no matter what. Uh, Rick did wonder though if we lost, would that following week uh, uh, still no matter what at Walnuts, will that be a championship celebration? Coach Cuse, you make the call right now on the air to tell us. Oh yeah, I think that's an easy easy decision. I think Greg referred or uh, Rick had referred to. <laughs> Who the hell is Greg? Great question. <laughs> Uh, he's a future off-season pickup that I'm considering. Got, got confused to hear a little bit. Um, but I think Rick was referring to the next week as the closing ceremony. So I, I like that as a description of of the celebration at, at Walnut post-game. So looking forward to that. For sure. So the way I see it, we, um, we lose that game. We just gain an extra hour of drinking at Walnuts the following week during the closing ceremonies. We win. We play the one seed. We take maybe three shots total, hold them to three shots. I actually did watch a high school game that ended four to two. Yes. No shot clock. They just kept the, I, I took copious notes. We will be reviewing that. Um, but win or lose, closing ceremonies, February 22nd, Walnuts be there on time. Not sure what time that is yet. I think the first time we played that number one seed, we – tried to come up with a strategy to limit the number of possessions and they still blew us out 78 24 or something like that so well, let's be honest too uh davy no behavior there's no way he can hold on to a ball for more than 13 seconds before it's going somewhere near the hoop right yes i think second half we actually started counting down passes for him <laughs> We were saying no shots before eight passes, and yeah, past two or three, he's launching threes, pushing the ball, trying to fast break. We did. We audibly counted, and they got very annoyed with us, very frustrated. It was great. I think that is part of the strategy, get under their skin. 
We need a lot of rebounds on. I'm staring at you, Rick. We 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 cannot give them two or three chances. Again, totally ignoring this week's game. We are pushed right through. I'm already thinking of the the upset special that we're going to give them, Rick. Yeah, we need you. Yeah, agreed. Uh, no, we need somebody. Uh, they have three guys who are over six six. Um, they are physical in the paint, and I am sort of a. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm the best player on our team, but maybe like top two uh but i need my rest i need my rest i can't be in there all the time uh but i will do what i can and if you need a player to be taken out you know to call i was doing some quick math too i think you said you had you played three games yeah, yeah that's correct and you have three points on the season yes i'm not sure that average is gonna get it done but to be a top i'm surprised this if you're one of the top players on the team that seating is way higher than i would have expected rick's contributions don't show up in the stat line damn great point great point yeah great hustle point (laughs) those stat lines are very limiting there's only so many columns you can fit in an excel spreadsheet Speaking of contributions, as as is our want <laughs> on season finales or debuts, I can't let you leave here, Coach Cuse, without a gift. And what I have for you tonight is a gift. And if you'll just give me a moment, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna hand this to you. Oh my gosh. I assume it's one of his children. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. What is this? It's huge. So everybody's alluded to uh, the, the basement. Uh, I need to get something out of my basement, so it's going to be a gift. This is... Oh! Which oh. This is uh, the, the debut of the United Center. This is from opening night, and uh, maybe, maybe you and or your boys uh, might actually like this. You can put in a new frame. The frame's a bit outdated from 1998. So, so for those not watching on the video feed right now... Uh, <laughs> This is a uh, 24 inch by 24 inch framed placard. It's got the United Center uh, Polaroid panoramic on the top. It says Chicago Bulls first game at the United Center Friday, November 4th, 1994. And it's got the, uh, I don't know what that is, a booklet with it. So that is absolutely electric. Thank you, Bill. When I think about you, I think about Jerry Krause building championship franchise that at least at one time was the Chicago Bulls. That'll go right next to the, um, what was it? The Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Mount Rushmore. <laughs> right next to some of our great coaches in the NBA. Yes. Thank you, Bill. Fantastic. That took some time to put together. Yes, absolutely. It was it was cobbled together by by these hands, these very soft hands. Awesome. Appreciate it, Bill. Our pleasure. Uh, I think we buried the lead. If, if, if this is your first time listening to uh, Zero Dunks, we're, t- we're talking about a 35 and over intramural basketball team <laughs> in the western suburbs of Chicago. In case you didn't pick up on it, that's what Gray Balls is, and that's what it'll always be. Coach Cuse. Thank you so much, Rick Fieldsman, Dan Doinks. It's a pleasure being on all of your rosters. Oh, warning! Vroom, vroom. Auto sports. Dip, shits, dip sticks. Max Verstappen. Dip, shits and dipsticks. Lewis Hamilton. Shits and dipsticks. Ferrari. With the owner of Grease Tank Racing. Grease Tank himself, dipshits and dipsticks. Red Bull, Red Bull, Auto Sports. Folks, this is Grease Tank.
need to tell you guys something. I just left my performance review and our contract talks for next season for Zero Doinks. After a lot of back and forth, we have decided that Dipshits and Dipsticks is back for another season, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. The reviews were outstanding. All 18 listeners of you that listen to me talk about cars and talk about racing, you guys couldn't do it without you. So thank you. We are in a new studio on the north side of Cleveland. It's smaller. It's quainter. But I'm looking at so many cars right now. I've got vans. I've got muscle cars. I've got my van. I've got, oh man, you name it, it's here. It is so greasy in here. I can't wait. I have so much to talk to you about. We have all the racing happening and it's going to be fantastic. So without further ado, let's get into it. We're going to talk about some previews for for this racing season. Let's talk about IndyCar. Indy's got a 17-race season starting on March 5th down in St. Petersburg, Florida. Other, other races to note. We've got the Indy 500, of course, in <clears throat> over in Memorial Day weekend. Um, the new Detroit Grand Prix is no longer on Belle Isle. It's in the streets of downtown Detroit. Uh, that, that's going to be interesting. I can't wait to watch that one. And we're finishing the season in Monterey in September. Uh, let's see other other key points. Uh, oh, last year for this type of engine, this was a 2.2 liter V6 with a gazillion horsepower. Uh, next year they're switching to a hybrid powertrain. So I guess guess they're going green, trying to be a little fuel efficient. So I'm excited. I mean, Formula One runs hybrid powertrains, and those those things are stupid fast and stupid loud. So I'm optimistic. I don't mind it. Uh, the big question is, for the last 10 years, there's been two indie teams that have been dominating the game. We've got the Penske team and the Ganassi team. Chip Ganassi and the Penske team. In the last 10 years, they've each won five titles apiece and 14 titles in the last 15 years. Uh, they've won 72% of the races during that time. They just, they just can't stop. They, they, they just keep winning. So who's going to knock them down? Who's going to knock down Team Penske? Who's going to knock down Chip Ganassi? Is it going to be an Andretti? Is it going to be McLaren? I don't know. Um, McLaren just signed Alexander Rossi over from Andretti. That's a huge signing. I'm excited, though. I love Indy. I love the Indy 500. I can't wait to see them at Mid-Ohio, July 4th weekend. It's going to be fantastic. Also, finally, Indy's coming out with their own docu-series, kind of like that Formula One Drive to Survive. It's called 100 Days to Indy. It's going to be on the CW Network or something like that. But it's coming in this spring, and, I mean, I'll take any and all motorsport docu-series. I'll, I'll watch it all. I'll watch it all with my shirt off. I'll watch it all with my pants off. But I can't wait. It's going to be a fun season. Tune in, folks. Let's get into NASCAR now. NASCAR, lot going on here. A lot of changes. A lot of exciting things coming up. 
a massive schedule, 30 plus races, new tracks, a Chicago road course in downtown Chicago. Are you kidding me? It sounds like a shit show, honestly, but it's probably going to be fun. Um, the all-star race is at the legendary North Wilkesboro Speedway, which used to be a huge track back in the 80s and 90s. Went defunct. They're reviving it, restoring it. It's an awesome short track. That one's going to be awesome. Bristol is back with their dirt race. Love NASCAR on dirt. Uh, they're at the Circuit of the Americas down in Austin, Texas. Uh, the Charlotte Roval, the Indy Road Course. They're going to be everywhere. It's going to be fantastic. And don't forget the big ones like the Daytona Freaking 500. That's this weekend. You guys, <clears throat> if you're going to watch any NASCAR race, watch this one. This is the Daytona Freaking 500. This race has everything. It's got high speeds, big crashes. This race is so unique. You would think that all the dominating racers would win this every time. False. In the last six years, four of the Daytona 500 winners were first-time winners. That means that names that you've never heard of, names that maybe they're doing a one- or two-race type of contract and they're not full-time. Either way, it, it's a great opportunity to get to know the NASCAR people. It's, I mean, it, it's insane. It, it, it's, it's the biggest race in the season, and it took Dale Earnhardt 20 years to win that, or Daryl Waltrip almost two decades himself. Terry Labonte went 0 for 32 in his career running at the Daytona 500. These are all Hall of Fame NASCAR racers. I mean, even active ones like Martin Truex Jr., who's a favorite to win the title this year, he's 0 for 18. Kyle Busch, the bad boy of NASCAR, 0 for 17. It's nuts. And on top of all that, <clears throat> Jimmy Johnson, who is arguably one of the best racers of all time seven titles uh over 80 wins retired two years ago to get into indycar kind of stinks you didn't hear that from me he's back at daytona and this guy has won twice at daytona this guy's dominant in daytona he's gonna come back and just absolutely wipe the floor with everyone so keep an eye out for him and as a little bonus Travis Pastrana is qualifying to get into this race. Yeah, the Travis Pastrana. We're talking dirt bike legend Travis Pastrana. We're talking the Jim Connor Travis Pastrana. So he's going to be qualifying this week. If he makes it, it'll be so cool to see him out there. So Daytona 500 this weekend. Let's see what else. Some major rule changes. <clears throat> Uh, some minor stuff like road courses, no more stage breaks. So in between the stages, there's no more cautions. They just keep running and keep racing. The biggest rule change though, you remember that awesome, uh, finishing move that Ross Chastain did last year to secure himself in the finals where he floored it through that turn and rolled that outside wall. Well, that's illegal now. And that is unfortunate. They do it for safety and I get it safety first and all that stuff you don't want to see people riding the walls now and everything but legendary still one of the coolest things i've ever seen in my life so good for him he got to do it but no more hail melon um what else what else we got here oh kevin harvick <clears throat> one time uh champion has won something like 60 60 races in his career uh legend racer hall of famer He's retiring this year. 
So keep an eye out for him. This is going to be his farewell tour. He is still very competitive. He made it. In, he made it into the group of twelve last year, so he's got plenty of gas left in his tank. No pun intended. Um, Kyle Busch, who announced his retirement last year, is back. Um, turns out he wasn't retiring from NASCAR. He was retiring from Joe Gibbs Racing and went over to Richard Childress Racing. So he just switched teams, but Kyle Busch is back. The bad boy is back. I love him. He's a great heel. Keep an eye out for him. Um, keep an eye out for Denny Hamlin. He's been so close to getting a, winning a title every year. He just missed the finals last year thanks to that Ross Chastain move. But, you know, for a guy who has basically a Hall of Fame record so far with, I think he's got like 30-something wins. This guy needs a title, man. He deserves it. Danny Hamlin's a great racer. And speaking of wins, Ryan Blaney, one of my favorite racers. I love him. He has a sweet mustache. He's great attitude. He's a great racer. He's on a 46-race win, uh, winless streak. This man is due for a win. And I'll keep throwing my money on him to win something. I'll keep losing it. But one of these days, it'll pay off, and it'll be so worth it. Um... What else? What else? Oh, yeah, let's talk about the clash at the Coliseum last week. So they took the L.A. Coliseum where USA, <clears throat> excuse me, USC plays football, took all the grass out, put in a quarter-mile track, and just let, them, let the cars loose out there. There was something like 25 or 27 cars. Those guys were beating the hell out of each other. We're talking. There was something like 15 cautions. Where last year there was only like five. People were just beating the hell out of each other. Um, let's see. Tempers were flared. Uh, Joey Logano's still a bitch. I mean, we know that. We don't like him. Um, Bubba Wallace was getting his butt kicked. You know, he led for a while. And uh, he <clears throat> he was fighting fighting with the number two guy. Number two guy kind of bumped him out of place. And he was pouting the, 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 the rest of the, of the race. Uh, Martin Truex Jr. Shout out Ty. Uh, ended up winning that, but he had the fastest car out there. I mean, he absolutely dominated, stayed out of trouble, stayed out of the carnage. So good for him. Well-deserved. I mean, the win doesn't mean anything. There's no points for it, but I love those races. I love those short tracks. It's just absolute carnage out there. NASCAR is going to be fun this year. It's the second year of that new generation car. Love the new generation car. It's going to be great. Keep an eye, just stay tuned every Sunday. Just put it on, take a nap, crack a beer, watch whatever. But NASCAR on Sundays, it doesn't get any better than that. Let's finish with Formula One, the most obnoxiously lavish and expensive sport in the world. A record 23 races are on this F1 schedule this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're starting all the way in Bahrain on March 5th, somewhere in the Middle East. I couldn't even tell you. And we're finishing in the Middle East in Abu Dhabi. But there's some very cool races coming up. I mean, the USA has, is hosting three races this year. They've got the one in Texas that they do in October. Uh, Miami returns after a semi-successful Grand Prix last year. Depends on who you ask. I liked it. I thought it was cool. And now Las Vegas is on the ticket. Las Vegas, the week before Thanksgiving, running through the Vegas Strip with all the lights, happening on a Saturday night. 
Uh, I looked it up. Tickets are anywhere from $10,000 to $10 million, and I am not kidding. There are ticket packages that are in the millions. It's it's absurd. Um, so I'm probably not going to attend. I'll definitely watch it on my TV with my shirt and pants off. It's going to be a good time. Now, let's go over a couple of changes that happened in, in the, with the drivers this year. Um, Danny Ricardo, who's usually a fan favorite, is not an active driver this year. Uh, he essentially got kicked off of McLaren, and now he's a reserve driver for Red Bull. And Red Bull is keeping their guys, you know, Max and Checo, you know, uh, constructors champions, drivers champions. You know, you know, they got that in the bag. They're probably going to be a favorite again. Fernando Alonso, who's my favorite, uh, you know, multi-world champion. He's now with Aston Martin. He left, uh, shoot, who did he leave? Um, yeah, whatever. He left another team that was irrelevant. Um, Haas has a new guy replacing uh, young Schumacher, uh, Nico Hulkenberg. He's got a couple wins under his belt. He's been on, on and off a bunch of teams. But him and uh, our boy Magnussi is going to be a solid, solid mid-tier uh, team. Can't wait to see Haas out there. Um, <clears throat> again, we have a USA driver finally, Logan Sargent. They're with Williams, who is a very bad team, but I'm happy to see a USA driver out there. Hopefully he does some good. And then my favorite guy, Nick DeVries, who filled in for an injured driver last year and in his only Formula One debut, scored points. This guy deserves a main roster spot, and he is on the AlphaTauri team, which is basically like the feeder team for Red Bull. This guy's going to do great things. I expect to see him in the top 10 consistently. I'm very excited about it. It's going to be great. Um, what else? Um, Ferrari. Ferrari made some big changes with the team. They got rid of their team manager. They got a new strategist. Do they contend this year? I don't know. But they had a fast car. They dominated the first four weeks while Red Bull was trying to figure out their car. Red Bull figured it out and just ran away with it. But I want to see Ferrari competitive. I want to see Mercedes you know, figure out their car. They, they took care of their porpoising issue. They were, they were competitive at the end of the season last year, but it just wasn't enough. I mean, I mean Lewis Hamilton didn't even have a freaking win all season. That's the first time that's happened in almost 20 years. So I'm excited to see Ferrari, Red Bull, and Mercedes just duke it out. Three three contending teams. That would be so cool. Uh, what else? What else is going on? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, sorry for going long. I had a lot to say. It's been a long winter, but the days are getting longer. The weather's getting warmer. It's almost day drinking weather. Almost. We're very close. And nothing beats a little Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, cracking a beer with your Daytona 500 hat on and your Cheryl Crow crop top and just watching some auto racing while you drink all day Sunday. It doesn't get much better than that. So I'm happy to be back. I hope you're happy that I'm back. This is going to be a great season of dipshits and dipsticks. And remember, check your dipsticks regularly. And as always, grit meets Grease. Dip shits, dip sticks. Dip shits and dip sticks. It's dip shits, dip sticks with Grease Tank. Dip shits and dip sticks. Vroom vroom. Auto sports. Bye, Joe. Bye.
Alright, let's wrap this up. Uh, we talked table tennis. We talked Dave Madness uh, plays, but we didn't talk about Dave Madness. Uh, the venue has changed this year. Dave has decided to get engaged. He has multiple children now. Congrats, Dave. He lives... Does he live far from where he was at? No, not too far from where he was at, but... I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm a little worried about the setup this year. Just because I'm uncomfortable with change. Uh, I'm going to miss the low ceilings. Rick nearly lost uh, more uh, fingers. Rick, are we worried about Dave Madness this year? I mean, we're skeptical at best, right? So we... um, This has escalated year over year. There's no doubt about that, right? So I was searching some old photos, some old videos. 2019, I think, is when it started. We were all nice and tidy, drinking some 40s in uh, in a basement. Um, It's quickly escalated to me almost losing a finger in the garage. Then it (laughs) turned into uh, almost fisticuffs. And next year, I I don't even know what, or this year, I should say, I don't know what to expect. small concerns large concerns not sure just general concerns out there what i do know is that the funds will be high the funds will be high and there will be a lot of basketball watched either way bill what's your take on the current situation uh sweating bullets rick i'm absolutely i'm absolutely nervous that that um that's i'm gonna say something that's untoward and I may be removed from Dave Madness forever. I don't want to be suspended. But if Illinois is playing on Friday, I'm I am an absolute wild card. So I can't I can't speak for that Bill Doinks. I don't know that Bill Doinks that well. Uh, what I do know of him, I kind of don't like, uh, but I also love. So I don't know what to do. Say um, we've we've offered alternatives on behalf of other people. Coach Cuse, who is here. Uh, in the basement right now, coach, uh, apologies that we offered your garage, uh, as a possible venue, (laughs) um, a potential tent rental that was offered as well. Okay. Yeah. We were going to, we will provide the tent that offer still is on the table. (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I don't know what to do. Dan, Dan, are you nervous? I don't know if you, you asked Rick the first question. Let me return that question to you as if I'm returning a semen Radlow surf. I'm thank you for serving your semen back my way. I'm uh like I said, I'm uncomfortable with change. I haven't seen the new venue for Dave Madness. I apologize. You did you uh, did already mention it. I just wanna you know, one thing one thing Rick failed to mention that was uh that, that really wrapped up the evening last year was uh was was Dave vomiting on his garage floor. And that's something that's shit I live for. Uh, so I need it to be, I need it to be tight. I need Dave madness to be tight. I need there to be food. I need there to be commandments. I need to be, uh, Dave to take a nap in the middle of the day. I need vomit hitting the concrete floor, um, at the end of the night to wrap things up. So I'm a little concerned that may not happen because I don't, I, I don't know anything about this. I don't, is it, I don't, it might be an Aurora as far as I know. 
yeah, uh, yeah well, after I comment, I want to hear your take on what you think about this uh, overall, this movement over to the new house. Uh, however, yes, I do agree. There needs to be some sort of a checklist. We need to hit these points throughout the day or else we're not living our best lives. So I do agree. Um, I think there's steps in motion to, to help the situation out. And that is something that I will lead the effort on. And I'm willing to say I will lead the effort on it because your happiness is paramount to anything else that's going on in my life. What is quick follow up? What if both Marquette and Northwestern are playing on Friday? Can we, can we, are you going to, while we're there, what if some of those checklists are, are let's just say we need to audible halfway through and go to Buffalo Wild Wings is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that chart? definitely. There's backup plans. There will be a backup plan. There will be a playbook. Uh, part of having the nuclear codes is having the backup plants, the ones that are in the submarines as well that nobody knows about. So uh, I, w- I will take that front. We will, It's in discussions. We will figure that out. But I would not be worried that your happiness quotient will be met on March 17th. St. Patrick's Day. I appreciate that because I think in Texas, and maybe I said it in person, I, if it doesn't, if Dave Madness doesn't happen, I will kill myself. Um, I mean, you guys are laughing. I think I live, I live for Dave Madness, and I need it. Um, I need it to happen real bad. So there's there's some difficult conversations to have, and I'm willing to have them. <laughs> this is great news. I didn't. Rick Fieldsman, I didn't take you as such a leader. I typically, I, I'm not saying you're a lemming or a follower or anything like that, <laughs> but but just seeing the side of you right now, yeah, I, I feel a little closer to you. Yeah, well, the the Michelob Ultras are definitely helping. Um, I don't consider myself a leader, more of a diplomat, if we will. Okay, I'm willing to enter peace talks whenever needed, uh, but also willing to use uh, the military when necessary put that on the card as well that is definitely going to be one of the cards speaking of the military rick do you have anything to do with the uh, ufos that are getting shot down across our great country? i mean i have a lot of conspiracies that have been going on in my mind i purposely have not talked about them because i don't want anybody to think i'm crazy i don't think this is the forum for it however i think it's, it's a perfect <laughs> forum for it to be honest yeah i mean it seems like a little too coincidental that uh, all these things are starting to pop up right now shooting down all these different things uh is it a front for something else yes it is you've heard it here first yes it is you think it's dave madness related what i don't what do you what's the implication here <laughs> you know what i don't there's a lot of implications no it's not dave madness related um i Listen, the world is just a comedy right now, and this is just the the, the latest uh, preview, if you will, um, leading up to, uh, to to what's to come. You know what? Are you a QAnon guy, Rick? <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. Um, not yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, a lot of balloons. I mean, technology is balloon really the most effective thing? Like, we're putting helium. Are these like? What are we doing? Like, we have drones, right? Like, why are we doing heat? Ah. I think it's fair. You you have that scientific mind that I was not born with. I can't speak for Dan Doinks. The oh, I'm all here. the way dumb. No way. No uh, chance. No, that's fine. I, I love the, the outro of uh, Hams and Bread where you're talking about uh, the deflation of balls and the price of helium and such. That that inspires me every episode when I listen back. I, I trust you 
to eventually let us know what you're getting at because I am way too dumb. Uh, do you think there's actual aliens in some of these things too? Like, what are being <laughs> I like I like the conspiracy of it. I do not, but I do like the conspiracy talk about it. When I'm prepared to come forth, this will be my forum to prevent present my findings. So do not worry, Bill. Oh, I look forward to that. And actually, to be honest, I pictured this being the first episode of Single Doink. Uh, I believe will probably be the the debut. That's the right forum. Yeah, yeah, conspiracies and uh, Super Bowl wagers. That is a <laughs> A very tight audience that we will be serving. It absolutely is. I uh, need to hit unmute. You'd think that all these years of post-pandemic muting, I'd I'd absolutely understand what to do. Um, Jeffrey Tubin. (laughs) Jeffrey Tubin. A spank, spank, poof. Um, What else do I talk about? Oh, I I have something in mind. It's, I should have had a more dramatic pause here. It's It's baseball baseball season. season. And there's there's one one person sitting at this table of four that is yet to receive a gift. Um, It's somebody that if, I think he describes himself as the world's biggest baseball fan. He's a, he's a, he's a Cubs stan. He's, he absolutely, that's fair. That's fair. you know, loves Abner Doubleday's classic Mm -hmm. game. Oh, um, so sexy. And would you would you mind if I handed you something um, to thank you for all of your season four, three, two? Oh, yeah. I hope it's a poster of the uh, hit movie, Ted. Oh, it's wrapped. Did you wrap all this shit today? All right. It's wrapped in newspaper. Who still gets a newspaper? Well, if you if you look closely at the if you look closely at the dates of that newspaper, it's from 2013. So sorry about whatever disease you have on your hands right now. Oh, oh yes, these are starting lineups. There are two of them. Uh, they're not in a box, which I'll I'll let that slide. Uh, so they're not mint condition. Uh, it's of Damon Berryhill, who's got a very weird stance holding the bat and. Uh, Rick Sutcliffe. Oh, these are these are wonderful. I love a bill. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Rick looks like he's given like a fuck you sign <laughs> here, doesn't he? Like up yours, up yours. Damon Berryhill looks like he's grabbing a bat for the first time in his life. So this is this is wonderful. Thank you so much. You're Jesus, so welcome. you're so generous. You are so welcome. I, I thought Rick Sutcliffe was a, a special touch. Uh, considering Another Rick. Yeah, exactly yeah. he will definitely be part of hey oh, ricky love it next year no you're welcome uh, thank you any any baseball thoughts uh, rick fieldsman i know you're, you're a huge fan of uh, america's former best nope <laughs> same here i don't even want to talk about baseball i just want to know i don't think we're ready for that no, we're, yeah we're definitely not ready for baseball definitely talk. not ready are we ready to talk a little everton yeah okay for sure right. uh they played today what happened somebody tell me uh, they lost 2-0 against Liverpool, coming off a win against Arsenal, who's top of the table. Uh, Everton stinks. They still stink. They have a new coach. I think his last name is Dyke. Is that right? Um, I don't know. I'm not British. I, I have no idea how that works. Don't know where it's on a map. Uh, Everton stinks. They're currently in relegation zone. May or may not get relegated. Put a, put a wager in on that, so... I'm looking forward to that cash in at the end of the year. Rick, what do you think? You you put a wager on them getting relegated? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. We call really? it an emotional hedge. Rick. Emotional hedge. Um, 
Everton is the best football club there is right now in the EPL. Uh, they beat Arsenal last week. Uh, they lost to Liverpool in an absolute heartbreaker. Uh, came down to the last minutes of the 36th and uh, 46th minute, but uh, they uh, they you know what. Everton is exactly who we thought they were. We were in this position last year on the verge of relegation. And what did it take? It took us being at a bar, cheering them on versus Crystal Palace, I believe. Down two to one, coming back to win. I mean, we were made for this. Uh, This new coach that they have, a real shit eater, shit kicker. Uh, both of those things, old school guy. I like where they are. I like where their heads are at. Uh, I have no fear. Um, that they will be playing in the 2023-2024 season. Well, that's that's good news to these ears, from your mouth to God's eyes. <laughs> Look forward to huge Everton guys here. Uh, th- thank you, Rick, for for that for the latest update. Um, anybody else have anything they'd like to talk about before we close out this season finale of season four? Zadox. You weren't joking. This newspaper's from 2013. That's fucking awesome. Uh, this has been a lot of fun, Bill. Thanks for having us in your basement. It looks great. The cabinets are absolutely popping. The shelves look amazing. The shelves go up at the same time as the cabinets? or Oh, yeah. Same day. Uh, there's going to be some stain tomorrow. It's going to be absolutely glorious. I would 100% do a power wank down here uh, if I were you. Um no, this is great, Rick. Good to see you. You look handsome as ever. Yeah, Can't thanks. Wait for Dave Madness. Thank you. While we're talking about power wanking, I think we should do a quick power ranking of our fans and eggs. Uh, where are they right now to close out the 2022-2023 season? Who needs to step up their game? Who's overachieved? Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the on a power rank. That's a great question. I've got it. It's it's tough for me. I've got to thank Grease Tank for his latest contribution of dipsticks and dipshits. Uh, if he's not number one, I don't I don't know who else would be. It's really tough. Darren is way up there. I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, three a.m. Getting up at three a.m. to do this shit gets you pretty high ranking. Um, I I just want to I want to say who's last. It's got to be Tim. He's pretty insufferable. Uh, I just really hate his takes. A lot of Iowa talk, a lot of hockey dad talk. Um, Ike Tim's got to be, he's got to be last. Are we, we're all in agreement on that one, right? Yeah, it's, it's, I think I can speak for Rick, you know, as, as former, uh, uh, high school, uh, classmates with Tim. Absolutely. Now we've, we, we think both high and low of him and we always have. Yeah. I mean, he needs to, uh. <laughs> he really needs to step his game up. I'm uh, his one-liners are just not popping like they used to. Uh, his uh, lawyer services could really—I um, I mean, I could use some help on the lawyer side. So uh, we're looking to really step that up going into the next season. Great point. Awesome power power ranking from the wanking segue, Rick. God, you are a professional. I cannot wait to hear single doink. Um, what I do want to do is is uh, offer a thank you to our uh, our fan of the week. It's Joe Pa at Go Bears Deep. He put a review on Apple Podcasts recently that says, and I quote, "Why are you scanning the reviews of an obscure shock humor Bears podcast? Just press play and enjoy the ride." <laughs> thank you, Joe Pa at go bears deep that is fantastic and a great way to close out season four thank you also tony doinks 
and Rick Fieldsman and Coach Cuse, who's sitting next to us, uh, for the uh, song that you've heard throughout the episode. There's a full-length version at the end. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it, but hopefully you got a lot of time on your hands. Thank you so much, Zero Doinks. Thank you, Dan Doinks, for being my brother in arms yeah i think that sounds right thanks i love you buddy love you too see you next season in 30 days One of his strengths, adequate length with big paws. <laughs> that's great. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's all. Paws. <laughs> Get over here, buddy. Let's see those big paws. Put those big paws on me. Oh, put those big paws and make me a forty thousand dollar home in Tampa. What was the smell like? There's a, there was a distinct smell, but I never could put my finger on it. Too like when he entered a room. Did you? Could you? define it because I've, I've had trouble oh it's like um it's almost like the inside of like a storage shed after like it, it when you crack it open for the first time after like a long winter and there's like some like kind of like a musty like and moss kind of yeah. smell maybe a touch <laughs> of gasoline uh yeah. it's kind of that's kind of rick in a nutshell yeah 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 okay yeah. <laughs> yes okay from jake yeah from state like, farm who's who's he's 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 coming at work mm-hmm. like somebody sneezed around his zipper but yeah from the inside mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. i get it i get it <laughs> Achoo-poof, i think is probably yeah. how it works mm-hmm. yep and then he shouts fire in the hole I'm Jake. <laughs> Just tossing Twinkies a couple olds to get him out to vote, and he's still lost. Wow. And the other candidates are like, hey, you can't do that. You can't do that. Those old people don't deserve those Twinkies. You can't do that. You just got to say mean things about me. Don't give them Twinkies. Hey, don't do that. Hey. Hey. Is that a Twinkie? Hey. Is this election season? Or is this Twinkie season? Ah. You take those cookies and shove it up your ass. ass. Kind of like bounced out of your seat as well. That right at the start of that, it was. <sighs> Thanks for clearing that up for me. Can you You're watch welcome. it on the app? You can. I have. I don't always. <laughs> <laughs> it's you stressful, can, and I have. What an amazing answer. Yeah, you- you seem completely sincere, Dan. It's it's crazy. <laughs> Whenever you veto these things, it really... Oh, my God! Ah! Holy shit! I, I, I was already at Dan Campbell's house! I can't believe it! Oh, 
Luke Yancey, who's this fucker? Suck our nuts, Dan Pompey. Just fucking yeah. suck them. From the back. Mm hmm. Yep. Work your way through that foresty taint. <laughs> 85 bears. Dan Pompey. Like, what do you think he does at home? And, like, when he thinks about the 85 bears, does he have a book? Do you think that he reads, like, <laughs> trying to empty something into a sock? You know, like, just. <laughs> <laughs> or an old catcher's mitt, or God knows what he uses. I'd uh, what what would a damn Pompey use? Pretty pious guy. I think it's a book. I think he just tosses it right in the book. It okay. gets real confused later why the pages went open. Did he make the movie that won an Oscar where it was like a, mm. a fish person who was just yes. banging a chick? Is that right? Yes. Didn't see it, but I uh, saw it. I hated it, but okay. I also liked it at the same time oh. because. There was some, there was some people putting fish parts in mm -hmm. and around each other's orifices. You, you, I mean, you look at me like, you just know I look like a guy who shits on air. I look like a guy who shits on airplanes. You kind of do. It's like if yeah. we're public yeah. and like my mm -hmm. daughter rips a fart like in the grocery store, and then like someone walks down the aisle, same aisle, smells it. And they look around, they look at me, and they go, "That guy definitely did it." Elf is on Prime. I'd love to see him put the shoulder pads underneath one of those uh, checkered shirts that he wears. He looks like a dad ready to barbecue on the weekends, talk way too much about smokers. That's Kirk Cousins. He doesn't scare me as a Bears fan. Here's a ceramic girl petting a sheep. Like, I can't yeah. I can't get rid of this. It was in a kiln. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, put, exactly. Put it in the hutch. Put this tchotchke in the hutch in the living room. And say a prayer for grandma while you're there. Bingo. Yeah, like, I, God, I just can't I can't get rid of this sad clown, this porcelain sad clown that's uh, sitting on a box. Yeah, I don't I don't trust FedEx. I never knew why. There's always like this voice in the back of my head like, no, no, go with UPS. Oh. Go. No, Bill, what are you doing? And now I know why. That was the ghost of one of the people that he's killed. Yeah. He's <laughs> telling me, go with UPS. I'm a handyman. Go with D <laughs> DHL. Okay. Anyway, defensive coordinator for the Falcons. Hey. No, <laughs> well, I don't want to let this go yet. Hey, buddy. Hey, I'm a ghost. That used to be a handyman. <laughs> Fred's losing your packages. You lost a few of my hammers in the mail. I, I'm a ghost. How good? Couldn't help but notice that the bar in your basement still isn't finished. If I was alive, I'd help you. I'm a handyman, and I was murdered by Fred Smith. Okay, we gotta get off this. This, uh, this feels dirty. Fred Smith should be in prison. Let's let's get let's get a website up tonight, please and thank you. Okay, Mark. Mark, get All your right. wife on that. Get your wife's great at making websites. Get her on FredSmithMustRot.com. I I do Ooh. love the idea of of us having like uh, just like an offshoot of this podcast where we just open cold cases <laughs> where we pretend to do the voices of the deceased and just constantly announce who they are in case you oh. forgot.
<laughs> yes. All right. Defensive coordinator for the Falcons is, I don't know how to say his name, Bill. I think it's Dean Pease. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know. I do. I can picture it. What's that? You do. Is it peace? It gets me, right? Father Randy. Father oh. Randy. Oh, is oh. he ever? That oh. would be a girl. Uh-oh. Pull up your trousers. <laughs> Father Randy's here. We're feeding America today. Give us your change. <laughs> I think you I think you said hut hut a few times. Father Randy's taking a few snaps. Well, I don't know. They're trash. They're trash. They are trash. They're, they're not, not true. Well, that's, uh, I don't know. At some point, we got to believe in the Vikings a little bit, right? Yeah. Hada, hada, hada. <laughs> I, I like the Bills. Father Randy, give us your change for feeding America and eat some ass. Please be seated. Uh, okay. You hate clavage on anyone or just yourself? Mm. When I look at mine, all I see is milk glands. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Oh, damn. You know, oh, good. I'm back. Oh, that he's going to spit out his hams there for a minute. Very slurpy snake. I don't know what that was. <laughs> when you get dressed in the morning, what's what do you put on first? Are you shirt first? You Donald Duck in it? Put on my bra first. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, Do I put on my shirt first? No, I put on my shirt last. It's funny that you... I... I, I I put on one sock and I walk around the neighborhood. <laughs> so there you go, Bill. That's what we got for Cowboy Talk. I think we lost Bill officially. And yeah, oh, oh, that was a good honk of the horn. Honk, honk, honk. I'm real worried. I'm real worried you're going to get hit by a truck, uh, Bill, uh, which would suck. I'd be sad about that, but it'd be great content. Yeah. It would be. It would be. It would be the perfect way for, well, for you to find a new partner because zero blanks will never die. It's like two penguins putting fish inside each other. <laughs> yeah. He's congrats on the mac yeah. and cheese. You know, congrats. Congrats, congrats on, on that. Crap. Jesus Christ! Another dad joke. Uh, I like that one actually. <laughs> um, the president. Of I like the, the sound that it makes. That's what I like about it, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a real candlestick maker right now, buddy. <laughs> Do the voice. Don't don't let yourself off the hook. Oh, thank you. What was that? <laughs> what was that? Oh my god.
Bill Fantasy Corner, sponsored by Grimace and his genitalia, and John Lithgow. Aflac duck is going to bite him in the <laughs> penis and he's going to bleed out. Shout out, Todd. Shout out to the Thod. Sorry, just going back. Did you say the duck was going to bite him on the penis? And yeah, and he's going to bleed out. <laughs> that's how he goes? That's how yes. he goes before the gopher matchup? In 2030 before 2032 yeah i think like a lot it's gonna be a live commercial <laughs> like aflac's gonna pay millions of dollars to do a live super bowl ad uh. it's sabin it's the duck the duck loses his fucking mind takes somehow gets nick Saban like undoes his belt the duck <laughs> pulls down his pants and takes a big bite <laughs> And it's live. Like I said, there's nothing anybody can do because it's paid for. It's a sunk cost. You got to keep the cameras rolling. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what happens to the penis if, it's, if it stays in the duck's bill or if it falls to the floor. If you're running out of batteries for your vibrator, yeah, hit, hit the store and get yourself some Duracells. Is Duracell cool with us? Uh, apparently talking about vibrators oh Mm, i mean if it needs batteries i'm sure they would want you to buy duracell right i'm a vibrator poof triple a batteries this is dan pompey does anybody buy those flat batteries anymore? The kind that with like those two little things on top. You know what I'm talking about? Are those? Do you think like for your watch, like a watch? No, battery? like the big one. How big's your watch? The huge, like the huge one, the huge thick, like rectangle. It's got the two. Oh, like the, the things on top. Yeah. yeah. Do you think? Yeah, it's for. Like, how do you think sales are for those? Are those D's? <laughs> those D batteries? Double D's. <laughs> I still love having to announce who you are in our impressions. It's, I feel like that was, did that start with Andy Dalton? I think it was, we had to say, hey, I'm Andy Dalton. I'm just here in the corner. I'm Andy Dalton. Bill is a beverage that make up flying out of his mouth. My thoughts are, they mirror yours in some ways. I think the, uh, I think the, it just seems, ob- <laughs> it seems obvious. That- now that I think about it, I don't know that I've ever seen Coach Cuse's tongue. Have you? Uh, Man, those, those people in Tacoma, they're freaks. I can't get a coffee without getting blown. I'm Harry everywhere hey bruce shingledecker why do you paint me a picture of a wildlife tongue you son of a bitch all right oh 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 o'reilly auto parts ow does pinocchio have a penis well that'd be an issue if he i assume he didn't because unless geppetto is just a freak he's making a boy (laughs) with a dick right because he is he... a freak. He, <laughs> he had to have. He had to have carved a wooden penis under those trousers. Butthole, too. He, he had to. Have. Oh, boy. Uh, I... Okay. Hmm. Let's not. We don't need to explore that yeah, anymore. Yeah, we don't need to. I, I think we can just.
I just thought Jordan was like has like a like Guy Fieri in her spank bank and is just just what? knows everything about him. So maybe the same for you. Are you jerking off to Guy Fieri? Oh, not just to him, with him, and in him. <laughs> In the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. I like dangerous games. Um, yeah, Dolphin that's... Dick Island. <laughs> Blowhole Bonanza. <laughs> he has four kids that are named Jaden, Jace, Jo- Joby, Joby, and Joel. All J's. Uh, Joby? I don't know J- more about Joby. <laughs> I think it's Joby. I'm going with Joby. <laughs> it's like yes. a, a Lord of the Rings thing. Uh, is, it a, is it a troll from Lord of the Rings? I haven't seen it. I don't know. I think I think that's his middle name, though. Or is it the, is there a Joby first, and his first Harry Potter hand. or something? First name's Hank. <laughs> it came from some website called Sports Spectrum, where it's where sports and faith connect. Who's have you ever heard of that? I, I know that's not no. really in your no. algorithm no. on your <laughs> computer. <laughs> Any faith-based information because you worship the devil. But six 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 six. Come here, Beelzebub! <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Do Cornish hens have knees? Uh, um. so happy that one bar and lupagus lupagus you tell us hey, it's a me geppetto i have a boy with the wooden cock goodbye i'm a dolphin poof just hit, hit this beat yeah. the longest oh for the longest time oh for the longest if you said goodbye to me tonight i'd go to virginia's for a bite what else could i do i'm so inspired by you that hasn't happened for the longest time once I thought my innocence was gone, now I know that happiness goes on. That's where you found me when you put your arms around me. I haven't been there for the longest time. Oh, for the longest time. 
longest time. Oh, for the longest time. Oh, wait. I can't see the bottom. Okay, there we go. For the longest time. Bing bong bong. Walk up, walk up. Bong bong bong. Bing bong bong bong. Bing dong dong.